Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Dropped Frames. We're joined by the What Face himself. Do most people know you by the What Face, or do they go by do they know you as Golden Boy? What What are you What are you most known for here, Golden Boy? <laughs> I honestly I don't know, uh, but I, I do have a, a fun little anecdote. Okay, TwitchCon first TwitchCon. Uh, I was, I, I just got done casting the H1Z1 Invitational and that was like a huge event. I don't know if anyone remembers that. It was like massive. Like we had the whole oh, yeah. hall filled out. It was like a hundred thousand people watching on Twitch. So I, I felt really good. I was like, oh man, you know, I felt like I, I, I did a good job in that one, right? Crushed it. And then as I'm walking down and hitting the elevator, uh, some dude like is going like in the opposite direction. And he's like, yo, do the wolf face, bro. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I just did all this stuff. I'm an entertainer of millions, uh, you know, global icon, but yet I'm b- being asked to just do this this face. So I just did the face for him, yeah, you know? You uh, what more can I do? I just did the face. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I mean, you're a Twitch god. I think you would get recognized for the what face more, right? They, yeah. Is that the number one what face recognized it, place? Oh, for sure. For okay. sure. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. common. And then there's always like a good one when I like do it, when I'm casting a tournament and then uh, someone immediately in chat's like, Yo, I think that's a what face guy. And then, you know, <laughs> and then people are like, no, that doesn't look like him. It's just, it's always, it's always good. It's always yeah. a good time. Well, see, I think on the other side, though, I think that really means you've made it in a lot of ways. Can you imagine what it was like for Jim Carrey to walk down the street after Ace Ventura? Like, do yeah. the thing, say the thing, do the thing, like their entire life. Cause it's like everyone knew him, you know? So, I mean, I don't know, man. That's kind of transcendental in terms of popularity. You've so. become the, the face. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take I'll take whatever I can get. Honestly, I mean, it, it, I never thought that if I were to be famous, it'd be for my face. I'll tell you that much because I really don't have much going on here. But <laughs> we're what we got. Don't Touché. sell yourself short, man. You're, you're beautiful. You're beautiful. I think I, I like the way uh, that Dave Chappelle put it when he was yeah. like, I was with my kids at Disneyland. And he was like, Mickey Mouse was like, Rick James, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. oh, damn it, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Dave Spell's got a, a good bit about that whole thing for sure with uh, with his show back in the day. Anyways, uh, I don't know why it took this long to have you on the show, Golden Boy. I think we've known each other for the probably ten years now or so ish. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, you were the... at uh, StarCraft commentator. See, I know JP the StarCraft. He knows me as the real asshole, not this like <laughs> fake persona asshole that I have these days. Right, Golden Boy. Right uh yeah totally yeah 100 percent uh but yeah no i always look up to you as a, a, a for for some I great have no idea like why. you guys you guys are no you, i mean the starcraft casters right i mean you uh you know total biscuit right day nine like i looked up to all you guys because you guys were doing it so well and then we were over in call of duty just slumming it out with like really crappy spectator tools and just reading kill feeds yeah you guys were actually like on the front end of something that was it was that was genuinely just sure. unbelievable that was and, that was all total biscuit and day nine and and tasteless and artosis i was just riding their heels 100 percent. so i'll, I'll <laughs> but, take the appreciation but credit where credit but i is think due. it's incredible how it's grown man and it's like and and how all that has inspired like a generation of people to just follow their their passion for esports so yeah. that sir i thank you for it <laughs> <laughs> I go. appreciate it. Do you remember that uh, that that cab ride that we shared in? I think it was New Orleans. I was there just hanging out because uh, MLG invited me out for I think like the Call of Duty World Championships in 2013 or 14 or something like that. Oh no, no, it was uh, LA. Had it been LA? Was it LA? 
It was it was yeah, it was a really that. long cab ride, and I, it was just me and you in the cab, and we sat there and like talked about how you have just taken over the world of commentating and Call of Duty and all that stuff. It was I I will remember that ride for a while, uh, or have remembered yeah. it for a while. It, it was it, it was uh, a good LA. conversation because I think we were going to the airport. I'm like fairly certain we were going to the airport. We were going we were, I, maybe I, so. I just it was like a long ride, and I'm pretty sure we were like stuck in traffic or something. We were just there, just chatting for for hours and hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it or for what felt like hours because it's L.A. and it's well, I mean, you're talking to me. It's it's rough. Yeah, I get it. No. I understand. <laughs> and we were also probably hungover because it was the the night more after the like final me. day. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, more than like <laughs> we can talk old esports times and leave Co and Zeke out of this for hours, but that's not why people are here. No, I want. I love this shit. I love hearing about like. <laughs> The old days, man. That's my favorite shit. Like when, uh, when like no one was like, everyone had their head up their ass and we're just trying to like figure it out as you go kind of stuff. I love those stories. Yeah. 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 I think the, the age old adage of the old esports days is one day I'll write a book about all of it. Uh, I think everyone kind of has the (laughs) one day a book will come out of all those stories. Uh, And some people have actually gotten those books out uh, and then have quickly left esports afterwards. Uh, so. <laughs> well, no, I didn't expect that one to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's move forward. Let's move forward. You slowly see like the top of a book come on screen and Golden Boys like, this. oh, 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 no, no, we're not, we're not doing that. We're not there. Yet. We're, we're not. not that's that? at the end of the show. We're promoting this book. At I really the end hope your show. book is just, it's just what face and a big picture of the emote. Like that's yeah. the entire. Uh, that's it. Well, I'll have to dedicate a whole <laughs> chapter to how the face was created. But it will actually be just a bunch of like just random stories. I actually don't have any connection to anything else. And then at the end of the chapter, it's just, oh, it's just a face of me and my wife would make to one another because we thought it was funny. And then that's like, that's the whole story. So whole chapter, useless words throughout. So it's kind of like my commentary. And then at the end of it, you know, the punchline yeah. will work. It's going to be go. great. There you go. We already have the, I think we already came up with the title. At least I did for, for JP's book. Falling upward. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that one. Oh, I, I stumbled that from into great ago. success. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, no, I wanted to ask you, uh, Golden Boy. I wanted to ask you. Uh, um, was there a moment? I love hearing uh, about these moments that that you just stopped and went, "I made it." Like, is was there a moment like that for Damn. you? Uh. Yeah, there were two. Like I know, there's always room for improvement. You're always moving forward, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know that kind of stuff. But like, there's a there was a point for me when I was like, "Holy shit, this is a thing. I'm I'm doing it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, I, you know, it's hard. I, there, there are three moments. I was going to say two, but there are actually three very significant moments in my life that, uh, where I was like, I can't believe that I'm here right now. What are <laughs> these people thinking? You know. Uh, so the first one was the Overwatch League Finals. Uh, it was really mind blowing to just walk out on ESPN and uh, be in the Barclays Center, and there were like twenty thousand people there. And for some reason, the Overwatch League thought that it was a smart idea to send me uh, and, and, and to open the show. Um, but you know, it was like it was like a history making moment for the league, and and just for I, I also say for esports because it was like something really just was pushing you know a lot of of the norms aside and trying to do something different. Sure. Uh, for for better for worse, depending on who you are, right? You'll you'll have an opinion on it one way or another. Uh, then the second moment was when I was on the set of Titan Games, and uh, I met Dwayne Johnson, and then I was just like, "He's huge, you know, like he's <laughs> in really all forms big. of the word." <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's really big. He shook my hand, and his hand overtook my entire hand. You know, 
but he's genuinely like one of the nicest people in the world. And I was like, this is my coworker. I'm, this is my coworker. This is so weird. And then season two felt even more weird because like we were interacting more together. So felt normal at that point. Yeah. Like he comes out, we're just chatting. We're just chatting about pro wrestling. We're just talking about, you know, uh, gaming. Like we're talking about the show. We're just chatting about, you know, workouts because I'm trying, I was trying to like, I'm still, am just trying to get in shape. Uh, and he, he's so helpful. Uh, and then the third time was uh, when I sat alongside Jim Ross and commentated pro wrestling for AEW. Ironically, I'm wearing a shirt, not because I, it just was the only clean shirt I had. Uh, but I, I sat down next to Jim Ross and I was like, this is my hero. This is my, this is like the guy I based my entire career off of, you know, like as, as stylistically taking a, a pro wrestling entertainment style approach to video games. And I'm here next to him. And then when we got done with the show, he turned to me and he said, you're fucking good, kid. I was like, holy shit, oh, man. Jim Ross just said that to me. So that was it. Wow. That was like, those are the good moments uh, for sure. Yeah, that that must have been a, I, you'll never forget that moment for sure. That's crazy. That's never, fucking nuts. Never. Yeah. yeah. You said you had a third? Maybe? No, those are the three moments. Those it was Overwatch okay, League, okay. Yeah. Titan Games, and mm. commentating pro wrestling with Jim Ross. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those that, uh, I guess, if you don't follow wrestling, Jim Ross is kind of—is it safe to say the most like fabled yeah. uh, wrestling commentator of all time? Is that? I mean, I guess yeah. like Jerry Lawler might be in there, maybe. But well, they were they were common they, yeah. they were co commentators. So yeah. I think it was like Jim Ross, Jerry Lawler. You probably say Michael Cole, uh, and then maybe like Tony Schiavone, and then Bobby the Brain Heenan. Right. Uh, there are a lot. There are a lot of really good ones. I would say like if you. If you're like a pro wrestling fan, your your favorites are probably Jim Ross and Bobby the Brain Heenan. If you aren't familiar with pro wrestling, then you're very familiar with just Jim Ross because everyone knows like, oh God, he threw him off. The man's dead <laughs> or Stone Cold, Stone Cold, like all those like famous calls and stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, yeah. I, that's kind of, I think, like the end game of Golden Boy, not necessarily end game, but some of the high points. What uh, like a lot of people are maybe unfamiliar with where you got started. Was Call of Duty the the entry uh game that you kind of started with when it came to commentating how, how did that all start what was there because i think everyone in yeah. the old esports days have the weirdest paths to where they uh eventually got to so what was kind of your path back in the day yeah i i was a fledging player uh in call of duty so i i i always had like a passion for halo it's just a halo fan but i never it was like so far gone like the pro players were so good and it was just so hard to catch up uh so i migrated over to Call of Duty and was like competing in game battles and stuff. And then I finally decided like I was married and and I had full time job. I was like, you know, 20 or 21 or something. And I was just like, I don't know if I can keep doing this, you know, because I got a I, I got bills to pay and, you know, a family to take care of. Uh, so then I decided to stop playing and and focus on just my work. But then one day, uh, Nexi uh, hit me up. And for those who may not know, Nexi was the, he was like a producer or, or something like that. He, he had a lot of hats at MLG back in the day when MLG was just a real small company of like eight, nine people. Yeah. And um, he, he was a producer for the Call of Duty broadcast. And it turns out that the guy who was supposed to commentate couldn't make it. And they had me guest cast on a Sunday because the, that same guy didn't want to wake up and commentate the uh, the loser bracket matches on Sunday or Saturday. Like such a classic MLG. I, yeah. I was too drunk last night, guys. I can't commentate this. Morning. Yeah, like something was up and he couldn't make it. So they were like, hey, do you want to do it? 
And, and uh, you know, because I, 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 you know, it was like MLG back in the day. You used to go up to people all the time. Be like, yo, man, let me cast. Let me cast. I'll be sick. Let me cast. Yeah, you so, got to get up on I, the, the like high rise building thing they had back then. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, I asked him and, you know, I had known Nexi because we played games together. And yeah, so they had called me because they didn't have anyone to commentate um, this Uncharted event. And I was like the only person they knew that played Uncharted 2 multiplayer. <laughs> so they called me to do this thing. I was getting paid like a hundred bucks to do it. Um, but then the the day before I was going to leave, they were like, hey, you want to commentate Call of Duty because this guy can't make it. Uh, and then I was like, do I get paid? And they were like, yeah, sure. Why not? I was like, oh, hell yeah. Let's do it. I'll go. Good on you for like as, just straight up asking that is your first because most people be like, oh, yeah, dude, let's go. I do. You don't have to pay me. And MLG be like, all right, we don't have to pay him, guys. Put the checks away. <laughs> yeah, well, I was I was going to go anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exposure dollars are the, the highlight currency for up and coming commentators. So yeah. I uh, so I, I asked the question only because I was like, oh, well, it's three days. Like, it's it's a lot of work. And, you know, I was working in a professional field. I was a social worker. So I was like, yeah, you know, I'm just curious. And, you know, they said, yeah. And uh, they were like, yeah, we'll just give you his paycheck. I was like, oh, sweet. All right. So I ended up getting his paycheck. And uh, and then the money I made for the Uncharted event, which was pretty funny. And then I commentated with Corey Dunn. Yeah. Um, and and oh, and the way even Nexi did it, too. Like I was uh, I was a social worker. So I was going from uh, client to client. I work with people who had developmental disabilities. So all my clients worked in different places. So I was like a job coach. So I would go and help them out at work and get them to understand their job. and you know, how to like grow in, in the workplace and stuff, socialize as well. Uh, so I was like underground in the train and then I, I get a, in the New York subway and then I get a voicemail and then it, it's just Nexi and he's like, hey bud, just want to let you know, uh, Doc can't make it to the uh, event. Uh, so congratulations, you're uh, commentating the national championships. Uh, we'll love to have you. I was like, okay, sure. So then I called him back and then he like explained everything to me. Um, and then, yeah, and then I, I took a mega bus to uh, Rhode Island for a dollar with my boys, uh, my best friends, Robski and Ghost. We hopped in a, a car. Oh God, we went that was up the to, Rhode uh, Island finals. Oh, my God. That was okay. the Rhode Island finals, yeah. yeah. I went up there and I commentated it. And, and I, I loved, I, I, like, was, I had no expectations, but I loved when they used to introduce the casters, right? When Sonny used to come onto the stage and then say, we have Halo over here. We have StarCraft over here. We have Call of Duty over here, right? And the fighting game station and stuff. And then, like, you know, Tasted on Toasts used to do some, like, corny, dumb stuff. And I loved it, you know? So uh, I did, I, I was like, Corey, telling Corey down, I was like, Corey, we got to do something, like, really fun. And he's like, I'm not doing any of that crap. And it was like, <laughs> no, 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 trust me. Come on, let's, let's just do something. So I started, like, dancing randomly. And then he's just, like, shaking his head. It was, it was like, so great. I just, it was like a dream come true. So, uh, so yeah, so that was the first time I casted. People liked it. And then I just, uh, I just kept going. Awesome. Didn't stop. Yeah. The, you said the Rhode Island finals. Do you remember the Sunday night after party thing where the hotel, maybe it was Saturday where people had to evacuate the hotel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I remember that. We'll talk about that <laughs> off stream. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Oh my God. That's good. Uh, I always was curious about that because my, my best friend, Anthony was wasted that day. He got eliminated, uh, like immediately. And then uh, he just got so hammered. Uh, and then we were just, he was like doing commando roles on the floor and like, just, Oh my God, it was so bad. And then we had to evacuate. I, I remember that. That was actually pretty nuts. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, those, the, uh, different times. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> oh, oh, God. God. Yeah. 
those were those were different times ridiculous times for sure i think that might have been could, the first like national final that i was at because was starcraft even there i don't even i think we were there because i know nick and dan were there but i don't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. Starcraft was, was there yeah yeah i guess that might have been think that was too. the was that the event no i don't know if that was the event when idra or i think it was idra or huck told him like oh don't worry that's halo uh, oh yeah yeah that might i that. think that was that i think it was that event i'm not i don't i don't remember there was like a real famous moment for cohen zeke that it was like basically like a player was building this like crazy uh vehicle in starcraft and i don't remember the name of it mothership but the, built, the mothership yeah. and the crowd was going crazy because they were seeing this thing built and then the guy like goes into <laughs> into the chat he's like don't worry, the, the screaming's for Halo or something like that. Because the fans <laughs> were cheering, because the, the commentators would show it and the fans would cheer really loud. And so the players didn't have like full on, like, they could still hear like the bass essentially of the crowd cheering. And so oh, when yeah. they would go over and show that portion of the map, the crowd would get really loud. And so the player type, don't worry, that's Halo. Like, don't worry, that's not on our game. They're not revealing yeah. any extra information. I think he did question marks that. or something like that. He yeah. like typed question marks and then he was like, no, don't worry. That's Halo. Yeah. And then uh, it was such a sick moment. And, and now uh, that like, and also Halo would never get that loud. Yeah. So let's, yeah. let's be, it honest. was real fucking loud. Yeah. Those, those were, uh, you can, I, I think a lot of those VODs still exist in some form or the other, probably on YouTube somewhere. Oh, for sure. Yeah. If you probably. Want to find those. Um, so yeah. Okay. So Rhode Island, that was the, the first big, uh, big thing for you and then you had a little stint there working at twitch what how did that when when did the the broadcasting stop and then go into to twitch how did, how did that process work uh so i worked at ipl uh for a little bit i, right. I got my first full-time job commentating the esport of the future shoot mania oh, God. um oh, God, i have so many stories <laughs> yeah oh my uh, god so dude i do love you know that game i read really <laughs> i was about to say dude there's no way i don't dude. like that oh. game was literally the quake and ut retirement home it was just the funniest thing and they invested so much money into it right they invested uh, so much money i that was the only job i ever got fired from was working for shoot mania at ipl at the vegas event no way really i was the td fired? for that yeah so they they wanted everyone to show up uh at, at like 6 a.m every morning uh when the broadcast didn't start till noon and we were in Vegas. And so like egomaniac me was like, I'm not fucking showing up at 6 a.m. to sit in a chair for five hours with like my thumb in my ass. I'll show up at 11. Like, if you do that, you're fired. I said, all right. <laughs> I said, fire me. And I didn't show up the next day. Uh, and I stayed in Vegas for that night. Uh, alternatively, crazy. that was also one of the worst weekends of my life. Uh, <laughs> so for oh other God. reasons, it was a long, long weekend. But yeah shoot mania yeah great esports. i got to really i got to one. commentate though with, with uh with total biscuit and that was probably like the one highlight of doing that it was really fun to cast with him um and so i got that job and then uh shoot uh, ipl went went under uh and then yeah. i Ernest Lee. uh i don't know if you guys know him you might uh ernie he when i was coming uh, out to california i didn't have a place to stay so he said Hey man, you just want to come live with me? And I only knew him like just from a few games we played COD together. And he, he just took a risk and was like, "Hey, you want to just come stay with me for a little while before you get a place?" Uh, to which I was like, "Yeah, for sure." So I went out, and and then me, uh, Seltzer, uh, Trevor Torch, uh, our other buddy Barbosa, we ended up getting an apartment together uh, at in uh, Alameda, I think mm -hmm. it was. 
so we ended up getting an apartment together and and that was great but because of that relationship with ernie when it came down to it i got offered a job by mlg and then i was calling him for advice and then that same day he got back to me and was like hey we'd like to offer you a job and i was just like holy crap are you serious i went from having no job to two jobs and then uh <laughs> so i took the twitch job because i asked my friends and everyone was like yeah man like twitch is going places you know uh so might as well go for it so i got the job i got in there before they got bought by amazon yeah so i lucked out cash that bad boy out of there you know yeah. Peace. <laughs> took my bank out and left uh but it, it was it was a it was a fun experience it was really fun to do and that's also how the webface got put onto twitch because i was an employee yeah yeah so, makes yeah. sense yeah what what was the rule back then when it came to like the global emotes was it because i don't think they can do it now with how many employees but it, was it every employee got a global emote or that wanted one or like what yeah if, if you wanted one if yeah, you wanted okay. they didn't like publicly broadcast it to everyone yeah, and say yeah, like yeah Oh, you know, everyone can get a global emote, but I think there was like enough people that knew me within the company that they were like, yeah, you know, if you want a global emote, it's fine. The way that emote actually came about was a, a, a Call of Duty commentator made the emote, uh, it clipped it from this MLG stream, made the emote, submitted it, and then it got turned down because they recognized that it was me. So they were oh. like, you can't use his face as an emote because he didn't give you permission for this. So then the guy came back to me and was like, hey, do you just want this emote? Because like, I can't do anything with it. It's useless to me. So it's like, yeah, sure. So yeah. I, I took the emote and then that's how I put it on Twitch. I didn't even make the damn thing. I don't even know who made it. I have no idea. It just it just happened to fall into my DMs. Thanks, Duff, man. And then that was yeah, it. Beautiful. There's yeah. some, Sometimes there's no uh, grand story behind things. Shit just happens and it works out. Yeah. That's how it goes. Uh, so then you, you left Twitch and you went back to what, what year was that? Was that 25th, 2016? I, it all blends together. I, now. I, I don't even recall. I, I mean, I've been freelance now for like five ish years. No, three, three ish years or four ish years, like full freelance now. Yeah. So yeah, I'll probably say like 2016 ish. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you've been, yeah. you've kind of been along the esports ride then from, you know, doing an MLG in a hotel type arena deal to like the grand arenas, like you were talking about in the Barclays center, uh, for yeah. overwatch. What, uh, what for you has been the like craziest thing to, that you've seen in esports across all those years that you're just kind of like, there's no way that actually happened. Like, there's no way that esports is this big. Like what, what moment for you mm. and all of that was the, just like, this is not, is this really happening type deal? Is it tied to any of your like favorite moments or? Yeah, I, you know, well, the Overwatch League moment was always going to be a big one for me just because uh, I remember doing, we were at Barclays and and for those men, I know I live in Brooklyn, so I'm like five stops away from Barclays Center and uh, which was like the best gig ever. I didn't have to stay in a hotel. I got to see my dog every night. It was dope. Those are great. Um, I first. remember, yeah. yeah, doing the, uh, we had to do a hit like beforehand uh, for ESPN where I was like in the rafters and they wanted me to like recollect some of my favorite moments because ironically enough, I saw The Rock uh, at Barclays Center randomly when he like showed up for an episode of Monday Night Raw and I was in the the, the nosebleeds with my two best friends, Rob and Ghost. So we Real were just quick. chilling. Uh, just so I, like I can get it from context, but a hit is just like a, just like a segment, right? Yeah, it's a segment. Yeah, yeah. It was just a segment okay. hit from like the top of the bleachers, right? Okay. Sorry. Uh, 
So yeah, so I was doing this segment and then uh, the producer that was with me, I was uh, my buddy Kevin, who um, he like was the floor manager. And I, uh, I was like looking around and I noticed like people were coming in, but it wasn't like filled. So uh, I was just like, okay, this is about what I expected. Probably fell out the first level, maybe get a little body, a few, or, you know, quite a few bodies in the mid bowl. But we're definitely not going to fill out the top bowl. Like that's just impossible, right? And then um, went to the back. I was getting ready for the opening and, and I go to Kevin. I was like, Hey man, how is it out there? He's like, Oh, you know, it's, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> Meanwhile though, like it was packed. Like it was like freaking top to bottom. So when I came out and I saw it, I was like, I can't believe that this was real. Like it was like bodies from the top, from the uh, beginning of the stage all the way up to the top row. I just couldn't believe people would pay money to like sit in the top <laughs> row of the Barclays Center and watch a video game tournament. It was mind blowing. Uh, so that I think to me was just like one of the weirdest and craziest moments. Uh, and then the time I commentated a uh, Snoop Dogg smoking a blunt playing Battlefield. That was another really good one. Oh my God, you, so, you commentated that, that EA event? I did, yeah. I did, me and Westy. Yep. We covered yeah. that, me and Co covered that live years ago. I think Zeke was at E3 for that event. <laughs> so he wasn't, he might've been on the Twitch broadcast covering it holy yeah. shit i that yeah, I thing that. was crazy like zach efron was like hitting his drug guy <laughs> yeah yeah but dude they, they were so blast of an experience fun oh fact you know snoop dogg needs to have a place to smoke weed it is in his rider every every gig he does <laughs> has to have a place to smoke weed i get it yeah i mean yeah sure you gotta stay on brand right you gotta you gotta strive for brand loyalty <laughs> or whatever I, crazy uh huh similar similarly uh, we were doing uh, a For Honor, like, promotional gig in, uh, I think it was at the ESL Studios in L.A., and mm. um, Jason Momoa was there, mm. and he has a similar thing in his writer that he, in his, in his trailer or in his room, green room, or whatever, there is sliced meat and beer. Like, those are the two things, like, yeah. you said for so, Jason Momoa? For yeah. Jason yeah. Momoa? For yeah. Aquaman. For Aquaman. Fucking Gal Drogo, baby. Sliced oh meat. Oh, yeah. Does it say what type of beer, or does it just say beer? Uh, God, what, what did he, I think he was drinking Guinness, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, All right. I shared a beer with him. It was pretty great. Yeah, yeah, I remember stripping <laughs> so story. many stories for that. Yeah, yeah, you you have well, like uh, you have stream footage of uh, playing for honor with him, yeah. right, Zeke? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's sitting next to me, and I I got him to do my the little like a fist to the camera and stuff. Yeah, but uh, okay, just TLDR. We were at this For Honor thing. He sat, like, there's a few celebrities there sitting down learning the game. He sat down next mm. to me. I was like, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? He's like, yeah, teach me this game. I was like, all right. So we're teaching the game. And uh, he has a beer brought to him by one of his his team. And he starts drinking. I was like, hey, man, where'd you get that? He's like, oh, it's in my contract. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, there's meat and beer in my trailer at all times. because It's in my contract. I was like, fucking yeah. Is there any way I can get one of these? And I'm looking around like, can I get a beer? Anyone? And at, like the people at the ESL were like, you can't have a beer. And I was like, fuck. We don't trust like, you with a beer. We trust him, not you. <laughs> yeah. But Jason Momoa was like, okay, this is the table. And he just goes, <laughs> pushes it over to me. And he goes, hey, I need another beer. <laughs> and good I was move. like, fuck yeah, dude. That's a good move. It was sweet. He was a cool dude. Yeah. 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 What a bro. What a yeah, absolute yeah. bro, for sure. Sorry, but we're not here to talk about me. <laughs> no, no, no. That I I That's need more Jason story. Momoa stories in my life. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding? He's awesome. Uh yeah. I, I 
I want to talk to you about The Rock, but before we do, one of my favorite things to ask people that have been commentating esports for a long time is what their, like, worst slash best sponsor during a live broadcast is. Uh, my particular favorite one, while you're kind of thinking about it, because you you've probably done a ton, was yeah. back in the early, early, early days. Uh, and this actually kind of ties into a lot of the um, more recent Twitch news with uh, the government streaming. The, the, I think it's the Air Force or the Army or whatever streaming. MLG yeah. sold a sponsor segment right before their finals for the National Guard. And it was Ooh. called the National Guard Path to Honor. Now, this is the way that the thing was set up. And it wasn't told. To, I didn't do it. I was the, the producer that had to tell artosis and tasteless how to like do this in real time like five minutes there was no practice so <laughs> i get told by uh the the director of the stream like all right we need to hit this is the sponsor stuff here's the call like here's the one sheet for it go let them know let them know how it goes so they start off and it's like all right it's time to recap our players path to the finals here with the national guard path to honor as soon as they say path to honor the fucking like 21 gun salute song starts playing behind them like oh my god that that was the music that they chose to play for this segment for some reason are you talking about like the sad like like taps yeah taps like dun 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 uh, yeah, that type tap. of thing yeah. oh my god yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so that starts playing and then they're like all right so we have idra starting out here in the round <laughs> of 32 and he defeated so and so and uh that was a great match there so that it was that for about I think it was like a ten minute segment or so. Oh uh, my god, ten minutes! Yeah, eventually the song died out because the song stopped playing, and I think they started it up again. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst spot. <laughs> like they thankfully they they were showing footage of the game, like they were able to pull footage from the broadcast earlier in the day because Nick and Dan were laughing as they were doing. Oh my gosh! Because they just had taps playing in their ear, and they were like. What to say? What are we supposed I, to talk about? It had to be because Taps is public domain. It has to be. Maybe. I don't know. It was But you would think the National Guard would have had like a little bit more prep or access, you know? Yeah, or or they they yeah. they might have not known. Like it might have been like a bad uh sales team thing where they just didn't give them yeah. the full detail of it. Anyways, for me that was oh while it wasn't necessarily a hundred percent the broadcast voice that did it. I was the producer behind it. It was just you had to deliver the bad news. I had to deliver it know? to them and like watching them not laugh while this like while taps played in the background and like the National Guard flag or whatever. Like it might have just been the American flag, actually, just like had a wave behind them in the background <laughs> like it was opaque. I don't know if VODs of that exist anymore. I think they might have just deleted those off the Internet, um, but they're for probably the, on for a, the best. Yeah, for the best. Yeah, it might be on a hard yeah. drive somewhere. Um, I would love Could to be. watch that because it was maybe Adam has it. Uh, yeah, Adam yeah. Apicella might a have it. Apicella uh, probably uh, has it somewhere. Yeah, him or yeah. Uh, him or Ryan probably because I think yeah, Ryan yeah. actually was the director of that stream. Anyways, we're saying okay. names you guys don't recognize. But are uh, you ready to get hype? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it was right before the grand finals of the tournament. Like, how do you? Oh, oh my god. god, those were the time to watch days, the finals. So. And you're yeah. like, no, please. <laughs> Uh, so my favorite sponsor uh, that I've ever done was T-Mobile. Um, I got really, <laughs> really famous for T-Mobile uh, in the Overwatch uh, World Cup. So we had uh, we, we started doing 
like all these different uh sponsors sponsorship because like overwatch is a pretty like marketable game so you know people like non-endemics were coming in pretty hot for it and one of the sponsors that was added super last minute was uh t-mobile so i did this segment in shanghai we the first world cup stop was shanghai mm. and you know they they gave me like this copy to read now now this shanghai event well, it was great to do an event in, in, in Shanghai. Like, let, let me just preface that because I'd always wanted to do an esports event in Asia. Like, there was like, I saw all my colleagues do it. I was like, dude, this would be super sick. So we walk into the venue. Mind you, it's the middle of the summer. Turns out that when it's summer in Shanghai, it actually is scorching hot to like, essentially the, the it's like you're walking into seven circle of hell. You know, like that's how hot it is in that area. Like, I'm not even kidding. We will walk out of the hotel. Second you walk out of a hotel, smacked in your face, you're just sweating. Like yeah. it doesn't even it, Human, there's nothing you can do to stop yeah. it. Like so North bad. Carolina. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, you'll do very well in Shanghai then. Uh so when we got to the building, they told us the air conditioner had broken and that it the wasn't broadcast working building? at all. The broadcast building, yeah. So the air conditioner was busted. So the best that they could do was give us these fans that were like directly over us and if you talk to rachel about it she'll tell you it was just a nightmare because her hair is like freaking flowing it looks like a like an action movie gone incredibly wrong like it was just oh man it was terrible so they just wanted to get through this event so they gave me these reads and they were like just read this so i read it and it was so bad it was just like you know america's fastest network ever is t-mobile mind you were in shanghai yeah you know like talking about america's <laughs> fastest network uh so that didn't make it a lot of sense um, but then we get to the Australia event and then the guy just told me, the producer in my ear was just like, Hey man, just have fun with it. Just do whatever you want. And I was like, really? Those are the greatest. Sweet. So then, uh, I started like incorporating it into sentences when like someone would say like something, it'd be like, Oh, you know, that was just such a great play from team Australia. The way that they handled, uh, you know, the, the pressure there from, from team Japan. And I was like, I want to know what else is great. T-Mobile. <laughs> And then I would just like swoop it in, right? And it just became a running gag like throughout the weekend. And then it just became a thing so much that someone made like a montage of it on YouTube. And there's just a montage of me having T-Mobile segues. And it got so popular that like they just kept going. And then the T-Mobile CEO told me, he was like, what you did like made us want to invest into Overwatch for like three more years. And I was like, well, shit, I'll take a cut of that check if yeah, you don't mind. The, holy shit. Uh, then, uh, then they sponsored me. And then it just got it just got so out of control, all because I just decided to be just to just be as crass and as annoying as possible with these sponsors. It, wait, it got to a point where sponsored? I would do it. Wait a minute, do are we getting a check? Are we getting? I am still I am still spot. Well, I'm I'm like I'm like a partner of theirs, so they just send me a free phone now. Okay, and right. and, and it has like the bill paid and everything. Okay. But my my wife likes Sprint, so they're merging, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So I would do that, and then, like at BlizzCon, I would say, like, well, you know, guys, it was a great matchup, and uh, what also was great is T-Mobile. And then the crowd just booed. They were just like, <laughs> boo! Like, they were all into it. But it was like, they were into the, into the gag. So yeah. that was, like, my favorite one. Yeah. Uh, I think I was now, in that Now arena. everyone just knows me as that. Yeah, I probably. I was in the <laughs> arena when people started booing, and I was just like, why the fuck are they booing Golden Boy? Like, what? I yeah. <laughs> Because I, I, I managed, I managed to get people to organically root for and also against T-Mobile. It yeah. was a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. Weird stuff. Uh, I remember at a PAX, uh, one of our, like the Twitch stage, the Twitch one of the days was sponsored by the Reese's Peanut Butter Puff cereal. Mm. 
and they Ooh. didn't really they were just like show the product eat some of the cereal something and they kind of left it like open and i was like john carnage is on this segment this is oh no and it got it got messy and it got fucking weird it got weird yeah. but it, i love when they when they just leave it open there's like yeah, yeah just just show the box dude and then do whatever and you're and you're just like milk and fucking puffs just flying everywhere yeah yeah really did you guys do right. the totino's uh sponsorship ones did you ever do that um, i did yeah yeah i think yeah the, I with think the couch with the those. bucking couch uh i don't know if you remember oh, that no i oh, think no, oh, jericho, jericho did that. About that yeah, yeah. jericho was on that uh yeah he was, he i was did at that, that too shoot. yeah yeah i did that too they gave us nothing but totino's i ate my body weight in totino's they just kept bringing them out um Why and then I, I remember getting to the airport and i was so sick like i and, and i called my wife i was like babe i don't know if i could do this flight i feel terrible she's like yeah because you ate like a million totinos i haven't had a totino since oh since that event i haven't had it oh, uh, yeah that's the just, worst it's done yeah that'd be done. like a bad drinking experience you just can't you can't have Jaeger anymore, you know? You just can't drink. Nope. <laughs> Were you still with Twitch when they did the, the stride gum thing? Yes. Yeah. Where they had people, and, oh and they were having people like always eat it too, right? I think it was like you always had to have a stick of gum in your mouth. I, it I was, was like, by far how the craziest healthy? fucking thing? It was like. Oh, while on the broadcast? Like, it was at the Twitch HQ. They had, they had a room set up just for shooting the stride gum event thing. Huh. And. It was like Adult Swim on acid. It was fucking weird, like the whole time. And yeah, there was like costume changes, gum mess, wheel, like hide and seek. Like, fuck, man. Yeah, sponsor stuff. Good, time, I, good times. I think Co Co's the best of us. Co hasn't done any of this. You know, he's just. Been... Uh, by the way, I'd like you to pick up a Butterfinger at your closest Seven <laughs> Eleven or nearby. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that, you did that Butterfinger one for Final Fantasy, I think is what it was. Yeah. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah, yeah man. I, I may have passed on pretty much all the other ones, but but dude, I, I love me some Butterfingers, man. <laughs> it's fair. You sent me a freaking bag! Like, yeah. literally, like, 50 bars in a plastic bag. It was glorious. That's... I went through them, like, every night for three weeks. It was oh, fantastic. that's not... Okay. That's, that's good-bad. It's good at the time. <laughs> bad yeah. later on. Yeah. Oh, you'll feel it. You'll feel it. But you, but did you have regret? Probably not. Probably not. You know. Yeah. No, I have another it. bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's some up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the NBC Titan Games. Uh, I remember when you announced this. I was. It was one of those things where I think maybe all of us were just like, "Holy shit!" Like Golden Boy's gonna be on NBC with The Rock for like this yeah. American Gladiators redo type like fucking insane and now you're in uh season two is airing right now right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. how did what was the process for that to start like did you have to i'm sure you had to go in an audition for that what what was that process uh so uh this this story is weird i'll try and condense it okay um uh but basically like i did I, I was doing a, a, I think it was like doing some stuff for Overwatch League and we were going around New York filming for finals. And then I got like an email uh, from a woman named Tommy at, at NBC. And I thought it was one of my friends trolling me. Because um, they were like, hey, we're interested in talking to you about uh, a, a potential program that we're doing. Uh, and, you know, we would love to hear from you and whether or not you're interested. So my manager, Kurt, uh, took the uh, the email and I was just like, dude, this is no way this is real. <laughs> so 
he was like, well, you know, I'll talk to them and we, you know, we'll, see, we'll see what happens. So they, we jumped to a call and the woman's like, yeah, so we're doing a physical competition show on NBC and it is called the Titan Games. It's with Dwayne Johnson and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, ma'am, you don't mind me one second. Did you say Dwayne Johnson is in like The Rock? She's like, yeah, yeah, DJ, do you know him? I was like, no, I don't know him. <laughs> like, how am, I, how, am I supposed, how am I supposed to casually know DJ? I don't know this guy. Uh, so the whole time, still thinking it's like one massive prank that my friends are pulling off. And, uh, and then, you know, they, they finally were just like, yeah, we're just interested in fl flying you out. And I was like, how did you guys even like know about me? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know what this show was. And uh, they're like, yeah, we, we, we saw you do a, an event and we like your commentary. So we thought we would bring you out to commentate. So it's like, sure. That sounds like a sound thing. So I just wrapped up the Halo. Uh, actually, you know what? I, did you come out for the Halo event? You mentioned New Orleans. I think it was the Halo event. I, it it might have been. Yeah, something like that. Uh, in any case, so um, uh, basically, like, we were in New Orleans. I was with my crew. We were, like, all the Halo casters. We were hanging out. And then they just, Kurt just calls me. He's like, do you mind hopping into an airplane right now and going to L.A. to read for the wow. time games? I was like, I was like, is this serious? He's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they actually want you to fly out right now. It's like, I, I got my wife. I'm, I, I bought an Airbnb. Like, I can't just pick up. They were like, they'll pay for a ticket for your wife. You just, you just come out. You just, just go and read it. I was like, this is, this, is a, this is the worst gag I've ever seen if this is real. Because I would be pissed. Guy showed up, picked me up, my wife up. We went to LA. They put us up at Universal Studio or Universal City. And then we went and I read with like Nate Boyer, uh, uh, Carrie Champion, a few athletes like that they brought in Terrell Owens as well, or, or not oh, Terrell shit. Owens. I think it was Terrell Owens. Um, not wait, maybe not. I, it, it was a long time ago. Anyway, I was reading with a lot of different pro, pro athletes and uh, yeah. And then I met the producer, Arthur Smith, and we started talking and they, they were just like, yeah, we really like you. And we just want to get a new voice, something fresh. So I was like, oh, okay, sure, man. So I'm doing all this stuff. And then uh, I get one last call. They were like, we're down to the final two people. Uh, it's you and this guy, Liam McHugh, who does fo uh, football and hockey for NBC. They really like Liam. Uh, we're both two play-by-play -play guys. So they were like, we're thinking about pairing you up. Do you mind going and reading at NBC Studios in, in New York? Uh, because he was in Long Island. It's like, yeah, sure. That sounds normal. So I go <laughs> to Rockefeller Center. I walk through the set of freaking Fallon. I'm like, going. I just can't believe this is like a thing. They sit us down in a room and then we do the read. And then uh, an hour later, I get a call. Congratulations, you're going to be joining us on the time games. So it's like, this is not real. Like this, none of this is real. Uh, so that happens. This show happens. Then season two, I found out how I actually got called for it. So Hiram Garcia, who is the, the, the brother of Danny Garcia, the ex-wife of Dwayne Johnson, his current manager, watched a Fortnite Pro-Am and saw me commentate that event the one with dr lupo and and it was like uh all like it was outside we were at lafc and stuff oh yeah. Yeah, yeah and yeah so he saw me commentate that event and then they were like yeah we really like this guy let's let's fly they were like what about esports let's look at esports is what they just kept saying so they they called me and then uh and then i ended up getting the show and yeah it, it's like it, it's just the weirdest thing i didn't audition about it I didn't even know that it was a thing. That's crazy. I, I know. Apparently, this was like the biggest show in LA for a little while. My 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 friend Carrie, uh, or my co-commentator on the show, Carrie, was telling me.
like everyone knew and everyone was trying to get the show uh in la yeah and then here comes this freaking asshole from gaming just gets <laughs> thrown in there it was the most random weird thing what was uh what was meeting uh the rock like for the first what what was that whole thing like uh when you met the rock for the first yeah. time yeah I, I asked I him if it was possible you, to meet. You and, had to be yeah. nervous as fuck, I would think. Oh, right? I definitely was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I asked him if it was possible to meet him. They were like, oh, no, we don't know if it's going to happen. And then my the PA comes in, and she was just like, I was just messing with you. We're going to go meet The Rock right now. I was like, wait, what? I wasn't even prepared for it. And then I just pulled up in a little golf cart. He rolls up in a golf cart, and then we all just, like, interact with each other. And, yeah. No, he's, like, the nicest dude. Like, he's – he. it's kind of wild, like – you, you see these people and, and you think that they maybe suck up or whatever, but like behind the scenes, behind the cameras, no cameras on him. Like the guy is just a class act. He's just such a kind person, uh, always helping people out. We were just chatting about uh, NWA pro wrestling. Uh, they, NWA launched on uh, YouTube, like rebranded on YouTube. They did this, uh, this new show called Power. We we're just like chatting about it, you know, about some of the matches and stuff. I'm like, I'm just talking pro wrestling with The Rock. It's no big deal. Yeah, it's a Wednesday. Uh, yeah. It's a DJ's Wednesday. a really good dude. Yeah, you know? yeah. A, do, do you guy. call him DJ? Are you on? That's a, his name. That's his oh, name. That's what he, 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 that's, he, he, okay. he introduces himself as DJ. He doesn't introduce himself as Dwayne. He, he says, "I'm hey, I'm DJ." That, that that's just how it is. So when people heard it in the show, they were like, "Who the hell is DJ?" And it's like that's his <laughs> name. I I can't help you. Like, oh, you should call him Dwayne or call him The Rock. I'm like, that's his fucking name. <laughs> yeah. Do anything about that? Um, but yeah. So to be fair, stuff. like he is so big he doesn't look like a Dwayne is someone i picture like like a skinny farmhand or something like that yeah. like i don't yeah. picture a guy like the rock you know so dj yeah. is a good change i think yeah yeah he nailed it he nailed it <laughs> jeez ha huh, well that's that's a crazy story uh when, when does that air for people that uh want to check out uh the titan games and have not seen it before yeah, it's on NBC every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern time uh, and, and 8 p.m. In, uh, in, in California as well, I believe, or 8, 7, how, you know, they do those conversions on TV. Yeah. Um, you can also see it on Hulu. Uh, and I also found out that it is now on uh, in Netflix in the UK, season one, or Netflix in Europe. It's now season one's available uh, out there as well. So uh, it's, it's pretty cool. It's like they distributed it globally uh, right at the, the launch of season two and Season two has been, been amazing. Apparently, like, I don't pay attention to it, but, like, everyone keeps telling me, like, the viewership's unbelievable. Like, it's, like, 4 million people watch every week. Wow. Um, it's, like, one of the biggest shows on NBC right now. And, 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 and I know it because people message me every day uh, about how I pronounce Titan. Because apparently, uh, there is, like, everyone has an opinion on how to pronounce the word Titan. I, I say it like that because I'm from New York, and that's just how we talk. But uh, you'll be surprised at comments that people give you. Are you, uh, is it because you're putting the stress on the an like Titan? Well, I, if you go to Webster, Webster actually is like Titan is how they pronounce it on Webster's. It's, it's kind of Titan. weird. Yeah. So I just say Titan, like tight in, you know, that's how I say it. And people, but dude, I mean, I've got, I've gotten some like heinous comments from people uh, on how to pronounce the word Titan and people telling me to like Titan. get certain. Yeah, there it is. Titan. People telling me to get certain orifices like out of my mouth, right. uh, yeah. all sorts of things. It's, it's, it, but yet, <laughs> yeah. And then I asked my buddy Richard uh, Sims, who does Halo commentary, I was like, how do you pronounce it? He was like, oh, it's tit Titan. 
It's like, who, who says the T? I've never said the, like, hard pronounce the T. Anyway, whatever. Hmm. So, yeah, so that's been my life for this season. People hating me for the word, how we pronounce Titan. <laughs> do, uh, do you get ribbed a lot when you show up to eSport Productions and be like, oh, we got NBC's Titan Games yes. Golden Boy? Is that nonstop? Okay. Good. All the time. Good. It's a constant thing. How's your best friend, The Rock? How's DJ? <laughs> um we got a star on set one time i did a, i did a gig like a random halo gig in in atlantic city and then the guy like comes up to me he's like i i know that you're used to like higher tier productions and stuff i was like dude are you freaking kidding me like i come from the mlg days when we're sleeping on floors right. trying to figure out like four whether guys or not in a hotel we, room yeah <laughs> yeah like whether or not we can afford a pizza pie you know like that that was us i i i hold no i have no stature i just i just enjoy it it's fun hold on they give you shit about the way you pronounce titan but not the fact you call it a pizza pie like well no i'm saying pizza like, pie for people who may not know <laughs> but yeah it's a pie for me it's a pie so that's that's how we say it but you know people get really tilted apparently regarding that as well like they say no it's a pizza i was like no it's a pie and it's a slice you just gonna have to get over well, it again right yeah he said it hold on let's just really start let's Let's make sure we can drive a wedge between you and your audience. Where's the best uh, slice in New York? Where do you? Oh no, there's there's too many good places. <laughs> okay, New York, answer. New York has I the know best mine. pizza. <laughs> yeah, New York has the best pizza, hands down. If you're from Chicago, I'm sorry, I'm going to piss you off right here. What you got is a casserole with some bread. It's good. I'm not saying but it's, it's delicious. not. It's delicious. I'm not saying it's not yeah. good. It's good food. But I'm with sure. you. I agree. It's not pizza. But if you're from California, what you're <sighs> eating isn't really pizza. It's actually uh, wood, and it's disgusting and california <laughs> pizza kitchen isn't a real thing ah, so. so not a fan of the the flatbreads it's oh i'm sorry uh am i supposed to be like impressed by that i like, heard that uh, dj <laughs> likes them golden boy you know I, I heard no have you seen the pizza that man eats <laughs> no you're right you're, you're, he eats the fucking have we seen pizza. the PCs? No, we haven't. <laughs> yes. Tell us. No, no, it's on his Instagram. He posted on his Instagram. You guys are following the, the rock on Instagram. He does the God. cheat day post on Instagram. It, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous the amount of food that that. To be like, fair, I've never seen I've him come. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a social media. We'll we'll get you up to speed. Off, off. I don't have. We'll get one you there eventually. Yeah. You and your butterfingers. You can post them on there. It's <laughs> yeah. actually quite great. Yeah, you might you know? you might get oh, more really? money out of it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm actually surprised. You like most people who live in New York that i that i know have a favorite like have a place like a pizza place they go like this is the best slice like i went out there and hung out with swifter he was like pizza suprema best slice in new york and i oh yeah yeah that's his yeah he's swifter he's likes talk that, about yeah. that a long i couldn't time. deny it man that shit was the best pizza i've ever had it was fucking amazing yeah yeah he, uh, i'm always looking I, for I another like, place though i like spumoni gardens in brooklyn uh there's another spot over here san remo that's pretty solid there's nick's pizza in the bronx uh there's tony's in queens like all right is it queens but yeah there's a few there's a few really good ones but it's like when you i look look at me body built by cheese sauce <laughs> and bread right here okay I'll, I'll take it wherever i can get it you know i'm I, I i don't discriminate i confiscate into my mouth nice that's what i love pizza <laughs> nice uh, i wanted to actually ask you something about fine yeah. Yeah. i'm pie curious <laughs> <laughs> nice totally awesome. that's not a pie. That's nailed it that's oh, okay yeah. that's a good one uh <laughs> okay i wanted to actually ask you about like the transition like uh i've done like uh stupid shout casting because i don't know like what i'm doing for the most part but i find it's easier to do something like a shout casting or, or calling for a game that is not super competitive like gang beasts you know that game oh so fun like, 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I've shoutcasted like fun like things for like packs and stuff. Is the transition from going to like being really knowledgeable and technical about video games and stuff the transition to something like this? What's that like? What do you mean, like transition to something like Gang Beast or something? No, like, no, something, something like, something like Titan Time Games. Games. Yeah. Oh, something like Time Games. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that was a that was an experience. They they prepare you like very well on on, on the show. Okay. So they they like we'll have like binders that have all the competitors' information. So we'll always know what to reference, but. I thought it was going to be a little challenging at first, but it ended up like they, they, they made it so that I, for season one, at least, uh, the, uh, excuse me, the producer, uh, Arthur Smith, uh, actually used to be a sports uh, broadcaster himself. So he saw a lot of my work and was like, here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to actually look at the people doing the activity. I'm just going to feed it to you in the program feed and you commentate off of that. And Smart. so I treated it like a video game. And, and then he, he like then slowly got me used to like looking at everything in the broader picture. And, and you would look on the show now. And for a lot of the races, I would say like maybe 80% of it is like my live call, like what I did there. And then we'll do like some VO, which has been an experience because I've been doing all the VO here in my home office. Um, and that's been wild. Like they sent me like all this gear and stuff and then I hook it all up and then I, I do the voiceovers for them. I, I, it's, it's so crazy. Like I have my air conditioner on right now. Um, maybe you can hear it in the background subtly. Yeah. Uh, Your gate's the, blocking a lot of it off though. So it's good. I think yeah, you have yeah, a gate on. Right. Oh, actually, wait a minute. I realized, hold on, my handy dandy fan over here. I got to bring it down to, to low. And then if I get to low, eventually then it'll sound better. Anyway, I can't have that on when I'm doing my voiceover. So it's like 90 degrees and doing my VOs. It's nuts inside <laughs> of here. Um, but yeah, so I learned a lot about how to do all this. And and from from and I learned how, how to also take that stuff into esports as well, uh, which has been really awesome. So there there's a it, it's definitely a transition. But, you know, like I, I'm used to commenting like multiple games. So because of that, like you kind of develop like basic terminology. That you can then like trans transfer over from game to game. And after a while, just it just kind of flowed seamlessly. Do you have to learn a, a lot of muscle names? <laughs> yes more like i don't know a Do you lot know of muscle all the names. muscles now <laughs> no i don't know all the muscles but uh and, and they didn't want that actually last season they wanted it to be very sports sciencey but then this season they were just like his arms are hurting so then i just like left it at that <laughs> there's no there's huh. no like uh yeah they, they don't want the sports science anymore they just wanted you to be like oh you know you're really feeling the pain in your legs there and like that was that, that's like what they want i now. guess make it so that the layman can understand it or, or basically yeah relate to it huh okay yeah i guess that makes sense i guess that makes sense uh what what is the most demanding in your uh eyes the most demanding you called it a race are they all called races is that what you refer to them as in matches of, challenges yeah what, what's the worst battles. one what's the one that you can never do or never want to do maybe oh uh lunar impact uh it is the only challenge well there's two challenges but this one made it into like the actual uh, so we have one, we have two challenges that made it from season one to season two. It was uh, Herculean pull, which was essentially giant tug of war. Okay. And then uh, like you're on a pyramid, and there are these like these oh, these these poles. You have to remove the poles and then fight over the gold pole in the middle. Um, it's crazy if you ever see it. But the one that's wild is Lunar Impact. Uh, that one that game can either end in five seconds or can go on for 25 minutes. Dang. Uh, so it, it's like this wall. There's like you have to climb up this ladder. And then there's this crescent-shaped bridge, and there's a wall in the middle, and you have to push the wall and then push your opponent off the bridge, right? Um, 
last season we had a, a battle that went 25 minutes and the, the woman that won actually couldn't go on because she tore her like acl or something Damn. um but she won and he was insane and then like as she was descending down because they had him on harnesses she's like oh my god that was worse than giving birth like is what she said. I mean, she, her name was Melissa Alcantara. I'll never forget her name because she, one, she was a Puerto Rican from the Bronx. So I was like, you know, awesome. It's like me. Uh, but it was just the craziest match. So yeah, so those can go like 20 minutes and, and I would never want to do that. That sucks. Yeah. Like the endurance it, stuff from what I've seen, uh, mostly of season one, the endurance stuff yeah. was just hellish. Like it was crazy. Yeah. Wor yeah. World-class fit people just doing absurd things for long stretches of time uh just fun to watch no. not enjoyable to do i would think <laughs> yeah yeah great tv great tv yeah. but you don't yeah. want to do it no not uh, at all. you said that it w those went on for 25 minutes what what's like the longest one the longest race challenge whatever that you've had to commentate on and how is it commentating something that went on for as long as it did that was kind of the same thing but just like pushing yeah. against something essentially that one was hard. It was, yeah, that was the longest. And uh, we were then just going through like all of our material. Like we have those binders of information with the contestants. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the producer who was in my ear, his name is Steven Saylor. Guy's a, a, a genius, really, really smart guy. Um, he was just pulling like random search on, on these people. And then he would just like, it got to the end of like 25 minutes when he's like, Melissa likes to ride motorcycles. And I'm like, how, how am I supposed to fit this into my commentary? Like, there's no way I'm going to fit like, man, this is he's really like, like riding Facebook, a motor Like asking their parents. Yeah. Like, he's just fishing for information. Like, I mean, we ran the gamut of info that you could possibly pull away from this. And, and he was like, it's like her favorite color is red. It's like, man, she must be seeing red right now. Just like her favorite color. It was it was nuts and they probably used nuts. what like three minutes of that on tv they probably yeah. condensed it all down so yeah yeah someone in, someone uh, in chat said uh she got five likes on her last post mention that <laughs> she has five likes in her last instagram post did you know that liam like it's just oh so it's God. so dumb huh do you ever find yourself feeling like um um oh god was it jason i don't remember his name but in in dodgeball he was the one who said like old strategy let's see if it works out like yeah Jason he doesn't really Raven. know what he's yeah what he's doing but he's like he's super confident being there you know like do yeah. you ever find yourself in moments like that where you're like i don't know what the fuck to say i'm just gonna say some shit every day of my life okay <laughs> I, I knew it i goddamn every knew it day. you can't be this cool I, all the time <laughs> no i've made it up the whole way through i people are shocked when i tell them that i have no broadcasting experience and then i'm working alongside people who have like a, a degree yeah and, and and stuff and they've studied this and then they're like so how did you like where, what school did you go to i was like oh school um <laughs> i went to high school uh and then i failed out of college yeah and uh that was about it and they're like really like yeah yeah i didn't i didn't really know what i'm doing here man i'm kind of just i watched jim ross experience goes a long way man like we, yeah. we cut our teeth on the esports days right where I, i'm sure you've heard of the the dj weed and day nine filling for four hours on a starcraft yeah. 2 broadcast the like legendary fill yeah yeah i had a version of that for halo master chief collection uh me and uh i think it was i want to say it was bravo or maven we filled for two hours because God. master chief collection was so broken and esl refused <laughs> to go to a commercial break um so we just sat there so and we talked about what we ate 
Yeah. Or like the things we did that day. I mean, dude, it's nuts, man. But you, that's how you learn. That's honestly how you learn. Yeah. It, it turns in, it turned into what now I guess would be referred to as a just chatting stream. Um, yeah. but back in the day it was just like, yeah, we were doing it before it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Exactly. Trailblazers for sure. Uh, let's talk a little bit about COVID and esports. Uh, obviously the world's been changed the past couple of months and I would assume your uh, amount of events that you've had to commentate have kind of started to, at least at first, dwindle as events were canceled. But now it seems like they're kind yeah. of starting to come back um, as people are starting to do a lot more online stuff. Uh, what's that process been like? And, and what do you think kind of the, you know, the outlook for esports events and commentating and, and people that are potentially wanting to jump into it is, is looking like? Well, to answer that question, I think now is the, the best time to get involved in it because there's like barely any limitations now. Like anyone can do it uh, because we're all at home and we're all kind of on the same playing field. Mm. One of my advantages that I always had was I, I was really good at just being present in the arena and, and, and like absorbing like the energy from the crowd and just, you know, having a lot of fun and feeding off of that was always like a, a strength of mine. Um, so uh, when it all happened, it was actually really scary. The last event I did was the Call of Duty League's uh, LA Home Series event for uh, Optic and and Los Angeles Gladiator or sorry Gorillas, and uh, I did that event and and I thought that event was going to get canceled because there was like a lot of that was like right at the what like, month was that like March February February oh, fe oh, it was February. like damn okay like yeah it was at the fever pitch like people were getting really scared and it was just a lot of like pressure and uh, and if I'm correct that was like the last home series maybe there was one more after that i don't re remember um so i i got i got really scared because uh i had events booked all the way till august and everything got canceled so Damn. i lost all that work and and uh you know i give a lot of credit though to my management agency uh, csa because like they did they did some hustling to like ensure that i was like okay that a lot of talents were okay um like one of the things they did that was like really awesome was they they got a bunch of uh of the casters partnered on Twitch, which was great. Like Twitch worked with them because you know Twitch rivals like so many CSA talents like cast Twitch rivals. Yeah. Uh, so they worked really hard to like get people taken care of and or at least help them. You know, in some capacity, you still got to grow. You still got to like grind out and stream. And you guys know this better than yeah. anyone. Just you don't um, get you don't get much, they don't hand you a, a giant check the second you get partnered, right? Exactly. Just, yeah. It's still a grind. Uh. But that was like, you know, it was just really, really scary. So now everything's transitioned online and it's been it's been better. But what sucked, though, is that because it's online, everyone thinks that everyone has like a limited time. So it, like events are like layering on top of each other or people are just not very conscious of, of the time that they have. Right. So from they're a, just like, oh, like you're at home. Your standpoint, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's like you're home. You could sit in a rehearsal for five hours and there's nothing, you know, like, what are you going to do? Right. And it's like, oh, uh, no, I have other things to do. Um, so then I, I, I took up streaming. Uh, so I started streaming a lot more now, uh, which has been pretty dope. And, and I, I've seen a lot of growth, you know, shout out to people who are watching on my channel. It's really nice of you. Um, so, yeah, it's been it's been uh, it's been a wild ride, uh, honestly. But you, you know, we've all kind of dealt with it in one way or another, you know? Yeah. Do you think it's going to like stifle growth at all of esports? I, I feel like it was kind of hitting this. Uh, I, I mean, it's, it's just been growing for so long. And, and this yeah. past year, it was seemed like it was going to continue doing crazier and crazier things. And now COVID's basically saying like, well, you can't leave your house. Uh, yeah. I don't think it, it actually uh, hurt it all that much. Like I think yeah. initially, right. And now everyone's kind of just accepted it, but 
if anything, what this has done now is like shown all these online or all these TOs and all these producers, like you can do this at home. Like you don't have to spend this much money to like do all these events. If anything, I, it makes me a little concerned about how we're going to go back to uh, events. I, I think that is the concerning part for me. Like what, where are we sure. going to go from here? Like, are, are people just going to default to online now as, as just because they we proved that it could work? Um, and it could work effectively and it's, it's maybe a little bit more cost effective as well. Uh, so I don't know, maybe that, that could be the, you know, the, where, where everything goes. And, and then, you know, we kind of just like see like, cause I I'm from my understanding, like, uh, there will be no live events in 2020, like none. Yeah. That's like, kind of what it, I've seen. We are, yeah. Like, uh, every company I've talked to every company that my agencies talk to, we are not going back to live events anytime soon. And we may not even be able to go back to live events until like maybe mid 2021. That's, that's so, the dates I've heard is mid 2021 is going to be when like things start yeah. coming back, conventions, esport events, yeah. all that type of stuff. So yeah, this is yeah. like the new norm uh, for a while. Yeah. And, and that's if we even get a vaccine or, you know, like it's entirely dependent yeah. on, on that, right? Yeah. Like if we yeah, get yeah. a vaccine, then maybe we can get back to, to normal, but I mean, who the hell knows when that's going to happen and, and whether or not it's going to work. Right. You know? And who knows what the new normal and how is. how expensive it'll be. Yeah. And so how variables. available will it be? Oh, yeah. 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 It'll, it'll be yeah. a mess. It'll be a mess, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is a mess and it will be a mess uh, for some time. And, and, I don't, and I don't know, like, who's going to be the first company to be like, we're doing a live event. That's also going to be another thing, too. Like, right. which is going to be one of the companies that says, we're going to make this thing happen. Uh, we're doing it. And then they're going to get a lot of pressure politically. They're going to get a lot of pressure media, right? Attention. Like there's going to be a lot of that drama that comes out of saying, we're going to be the first ones to do a live event, come through and, and watch it. Uh, and then it's, who knows what, what spirals out of that, right? Maybe yeah. people just become afraid of doing events because of the public and political pressure that will come out of it. Uh, if, if this isn't all sorted out in, in due time. So yeah, who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'm oh, betting if I was a betting uh, man, also, I'd put it on uh, like a big buck hunter like championship event. Like, that's what I would put on. Like that would be the first event I would think they'd be like, "We're going, we're doing it. Fuck it, let's go." Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Riot's gonna do. They're they're still committed to doing the world they're championship. They're doing their bubble or whatever, right? Like the yeah. The, and yeah. then uh, Overwatch is also doing the same thing. But what I'm when I'm talking about uh, live events, I'm talking about where people can go and watch. Yeah, that's yeah. you could do the bubble like we're getting sports back pro wrestling's doing the bubble like everyone's doing their version of the bubble right now right um but people attending and watching uh, i don't see that happening for uh, a long a long time yeah oh you were gonna say something oh uh just before you move on i was just gonna say wear a goddamn mask <laughs> thank yeah. you thank you yeah yeah it's not hard wear a fucking mask Wash and i have asthma and and it it bothers the hell out of me like it's actually like a little challenging for me to breathe sometimes but i still wear the damn thing yeah you know you have to you gotta do it man you gotta you gotta uh you were talking about um different leagues and sporting events and all that stuff um ufc's fucking they're on an island right now Island, Island. i've been watching that almost every pay-per-view event they've done that shit's crazy uh they i think that they said they had like a lower third for it on their last most recent uh, pay-per-view event. They, I think they did 12,000 tests over the course of two weeks to like build this arena. Um, and to enter the arena, you had to be tested. 
both with like the the nasal swab or whatever and also uh, they had the temperature check um and then every time you enter the arena after that you have like a security card and they also check your temperature so like they're going to crazy extents uh or, or crazy. crazy limits to like make sure that stuff is as safe as possible but i don't know if like an esports org is going to want to put that amount of funding uh into that stuff to keep everyone yeah. as safe as possible that's gamer expensive. island gamer yeah, island. it'll be like video game high school but you know like real life and then on an island yeah. that'll be dope let's do it where everyone just streams and everyone has fios isn't that just such a dream you know for everyone honestly you know? i didn't i didn't even think about them streaming i was just thinking about like you know like the movie battle royale like i'd go down there i bet i'd <laughs> I, you know, I think I like my chances against other gamers. Like I'm, you know, I think I could probably, you know, beat some ass with like a baseball you, you bat. You told me some stories about, uh, what's that festival you go to? You told Burning me some Man. stories about that. Bur yeah. Burning Man, <laughs> so dude, I, think, yeah. I think you'll do okay. I think you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah you I'm know, acclimated to that. Yeah, I know how to survive. Like yeah. <laughs> when Zeke goes there, he doesn't even bring food. He just hunts the other people. Like the yeah. whole nine yards. Yeah. Like, oh, that's what you yeah. meant. Okay. And I know. Yeah, the most dangerous yeah, when he, when he game. Comes back, about how the long pig was. That's that's what he's talking about. Yeah. Ah, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I get the hunger at once a year. Crazy time. But, I uh, mean, we're all playing battle royales now. Might as well, right? Like everyone just rage. wants to play Warzone. Yeah. It's only yeah. a matter of time till we get to the real battle royale, as as Japan intended with their <laughs> with the initial battle royale. Battle Royale of life. Yeah, it's, uh, it's happening. It'll happen soon. Uh, on NBC. Uh, look forward to it. On NBC. <laughs> Hosted by Dwayne Johnson. Host, there, DJ. Uh, DJ and Golden Boy. Yeah. <laughs> old DJ will be there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. GB and DJ. There Sounds like go. an old, like, 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Well, we, I, we usually ask uh, right, at, right at the start of the show uh, where their username came from uh, with our guest. We didn't ask you at all. So, Golden Boy, where'd your username come from? Where'd you pull that one from? I got to hold on. I got to show you. Wait a minute. Oh, I, okay. Are you? So I was a kid. Uh, I didn't know about this. Uh, everyone thinks my name is either because I'm Jewish, which I'm not. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm from the Bronx. Uh, <laughs> or whether I'm an Oscar De La Hoya fan. No, not a De La Hoya fan. I'm a Tito Trinidad fan. Again, it was Puerto Rican. Um, so I watched an anime. I honestly, I thought it was the Golden, Golden Boy. Pony Boy. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, look at that. Ah. So I watched this anime. My brother found this DVD for me um, in a box at Comic-Con, and uh, he bought it for me. Uh, so I watched this anime on the Anime Network, which was on uh, Cablevision's anime like channel that they had. It was like a VOD service. Mm. And um, I didn't know that this anime was pervy. I had no idea. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I don't Wait, think I on. could what? show the... Don't show the back, but what... Actually, we're streaming yeah. on your channel too. You get banned, but uh, yeah, yeah. I always have to remind guests uh, that we're also yeah. streaming on your channel. Um, yeah. Oh, don't Google that. Don't Google that. Yeah, I don't was going to ask. It. Hold, how it's a guy on a bike. What is? So the story is that he's he's a, a, a jack of all trades, right? Master of none. Okay. Um, he would ride his bike. And he was like a traveling nomad. And he would go to these different places, and he would get into these like misadventure misadventures that would usually revolve around a, a girl. Right now, I didn't realize when I, I thought that this was just how these shows were back then. I didn't realize that this he was like a, a huge pervert. <laughs> like it didn't it didn't like uh, uh, 
sit with me, right? I had I, I just didn't realize what it was. Um, but I liked the name Golden Boy, and I liked the character because he was like a master of all things. He was always trying to learn, and his like thing was like study, 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 study. Like he was always trying to like get better at stuff. And then at the end of every episode, he would find a way to like make whatever he did wrong good again through his own ingenuity and natural ability. Okay. So I I appreciated that element of it. But then I learned that that is like the equivalent of me saying I read Playboy for the articles. I, I didn't I didn't recognize that those because I was a kid back then. And my mom didn't know either. She just was like, oh, this is what is this crap you're watching? But I was just like, oh, it's it, I'm telling her the story. She's like, oh, OK, I guess so. Um, Does she know now? And now she knows that what I was watching was not appropriate. Nice. Uh, but, you know, I also was a really bad creative person i never came up with like good names so <laughs> this was really this was as far as it was gonna go for me okay uh my my name in socom too was sergeant joe you know real uh, good. because it was the it, it was the duck from uh sukoden <laughs> or sukoden sweet sweetkoden yeah sure sweet i forgot how you pronounce that chat will correct us here yeah from uh from sweetkoden three uh he was like a duck with a lance and i thought he was funny because he was a duck with a lance and his name was joe so that was my name. So either I do it in Golden Boy or Sergeant Joe. So either way, I, uh, I screwed up. Going along the lines of okay. taking names from Suikoden, I used Blue for a little while if you played like Suikoden 2, I think is what it was. Anyways, Co. Real quick, real quick. Um, Golden Boy for, for your next show. Uh, Oscar De La Hoya fan. <laughs> <laughs> Just go with that. Yeah. I, I'll take it. If DJ asks you where you got your name from, just say, "Oh, I love Oscar, man. I a huge, huge fan. Huge." I just tell people. I, I do tell people it's from an anime, and then I leave it at that because no one ever goes that far to like search it up. Sure. So I just say it's from an anime, and then and then they they leave it alone. Um, <laughs> you Google like, it, Golden Bow, my lord. Oh my. Yeah. It's like, no, don't don't do that. <laughs> Funny enough, though, the like this guy messaged me on Facebook the other day. Uh, and then he was like, you know, you're going to get sued, right? By Oscar De La Hoya because you stole his name. Oh. I was like, I, it's, I was like, there's Hey man, it's from an anime. Boys. And then I, and then I just blocked him. There, there's a UFC uh, fighter that go that has like the moniker golden boy. Uh, so he's not, that's not going to happen. That's not a thing. Yeah. 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 Um, so what I want to, I want to ask you about, uh, your, your pseudonym and your real name. Like, are you, uh, like, do you tip one way or the other? Like, I'd rather use, you know, call me golden boy. Or do you uh, mind? Do you care? Like, I, I, like I, in a professional setting, I like yeah. Zeke or in any like Twitch related thing, call me Zeke. But like, I tell my mom, like, you don't have to call me that when we're in a call, mom. You can call me by my real name. It's okay now. Because <laughs> I train yeah. her. I'm like, sometimes I call her on my stream and I'm like, call me by my screen name. And then in, in the, like when I'm calling her just because, She'd be like, Zeke, uh -huh. I'm like, Mom, you don't have to use that. I'm not on the air right now. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. I go by, so for obviously my wife and uh, my, my family, they all they call me my name, which also is another thing. Uh, my father's name is Alex Mendez. My brother's name is Alex Mendez, and my name is Alex Mendez. Oh, God. Uh, I, am the, I am Alex Andrew Mendez III. My brother is Alex Jose Mendez II, and my father's Alex Mendez. I thought that this was normal. I learned that this was not normal uh, because of my wife. Uh, she <laughs> shames me about it on a regular basis. My family, though, despite the fact that my name is Alex Mendez, my family calls me Andrew. What? And 
Yeah. So like they named me this, but they don't call me it, which is ridiculous because who would have thought that it was stupid to name your kids the same thing? You know, it's pretty dumb. So my wife calls me Alex. And when we're having holiday get togethers with like the family, she'll say, oh, Alex, come to the kitchen. All three of us show up. And, and it's like, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Dad and mom, you know, well, bunch of knuckleheads. You know what that means now, so, Alex, is if, if you're ever fortunate enough to have kids of your own, you got to name them Alex. My, my dad says that all the time. He's like, and then when Alex the fourth shows up, I was like, <laughs> not happening, dad, not happening. Nope. Because I'm not an idiot. That's why. Uh, so, uh, my friends though, it, it's like a mix. Uh, my friends call me like, they call me GB, they call me Jeebs or they call me, uh, they just say Alex depends uh, on who it is. Mm. Um, my, my best friend though, uh, his name is, is, is ghost. And uh, I only call him ghost. Even though, like, he introduces himself to other people as his born name, which I refuse to say. It's, it's like, it's standard Jonathan. Mm. You know, like, come on. Who the hell wants that? Uh, and I, I call, like, so we kind of go by our gamer names with, with our, amongst our friends uh, quite a bit. Um, but, yeah. But he hates that I do that. So, hi, Ghost. I know you're watching. So, screw you. Haha. <laughs> is, um, is this Ghost Diame? Is, is that... No, no, no. This is uh, my buddy, uh, Ghost. Uh, he's like Ghost JP. Uh, oh, okay, but, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, not Go Ghost Siami. But it's just funny because whenever I play with him, they're always like, are you playing with Ghost Siami? He's like, no, I'm not yeah, playing no, with that's, Ghost Siami. I, I made the Halo connection there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I don't think I've ever called Co. Have I ever called you Ben before? Have I ever said, hey, Ben? I don't oh, think God, I... That even, that sounds weird. It just sounds yeah. weird to say, yeah. And then for, <laughs> for Zeke, I mean, we, we all call him, even though it's not his real name, we call him Zeke. And jp is my real well, name so we is, <laughs> well zeke is it was convenient i didn't know how far how far this twitch thing would go i made this ezekiel the third account in the justin tv days like i've had this yeah name for 10 years yeah and i didn't know how convenient it would be to have like a screen name that's an actual real name you know i'm not like super power guy or anything like that my name is zeke like it's a real name right and it also is very convenient that it happens to be pretty close to my real name which is zach right yeah, that works. So why not Ezekiel the third? <laughs> yeah, that just rolls off the tongue. Ezekiel the third. It's great. Uh, just TLDR. Ezekiel was a was a character from a script that I used to be in a comedy group that we did uh, sketch comedy like once a month. We write our own scripts yeah. and stuff. There's a recurring character in a in a in a uh, red. It was called the scripts were called Rednecks, and they'd have like they had like eight or nine like iterations. Like it was a running thing. And I was cousin yeah. Zeke in that who got out of prison just recently and he was huffing paint and he's just this crazy like fucking guy. So I was like, cousin Zeke, nope, taken. Zeke, blah, blah, taken. And then if Ezekiel the third, because uh rednecks often name like down. It's like, I'm Travis, Travis Jr., Travis the third, Travis the fourth. Right. So So like like me, like my family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We could have lived in an alternate timeline where your name was Cousin Zekiel. It would be Cousin Zeke. Cousin Zeke. Cousin Zeke. Dude, that would have been great. That would have been pretty Zeke. good. You could add like a religious theme channel. And, Zeke. You know? I mean, you kind of do already with Takarilla, to be honest. It's just a different form. <laughs> yeah, you know? I, forget, I forget that I'm like the high priest in a, in a religion that I made up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should actually just start referring to yourself on uh the days of worship as cousin zeke you know just just i should yeah 
Cousins, yeah. there should be, yeah, like cousins and brothers in the religion. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Exactly. You always got to add on. Speaking of that, Golden Boy, have you heard of his talk, you with goodness? <laughs> I, I, I think you've mentioned it to me, and it's good word in the past. I'm fairly certain that this okay, has good. come okay, up. Good. Uh, yeah, we, oh, I've God. investigated it, you know. I'll, I'll send you a memo. We'll see yeah. what happens. I have some pamphlets to show you. They're actually just Great menus. Service. <laughs> yeah, I may be like, I may be in the market for a new religion, so you know, yeah, I may just hit you up. Maybe just that's a good one, man. You know, there's he, no demands or commandments or nothing. He's on NBC. He's got a lot of airwaves, Zeke. You could yeah. float it to DJ and see if he's interested in joining. Yeah, oh, hit yeah, him man. up. Yeah, hit him up. Hit him up. Uh, what were the different we're, levels of tacoism? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, we're due for a break here, then we'll come back. We got a lot more stuff to talk about. Any uh, any final questions here for Golden Boy in this kind of like interview segment? I guess is what we're calling this. Yeah, I didn't know this was going to be an interview. <laughs> I know I thought we were yeah, just going to talk fine. about random things. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. Sure. yeah we yeah. we got a lot. We have uh, sports are now a thing on Twitch. Logic's now spot like paid to stream on Twitch. We got Ghost to talk about. We're going to preview the Xbox Series X event tomorrow. Whole lot of stuff. Gamer uh, chairs. Gamer chairs are a thing on on Logitech and Herman Miller. Yeah, that's a and they're not uh, race car chairs uh, anymore. Racer chairs, I guess, yep. is what they're called. I didn't realize that was a. I didn't realize that a class of chair was now called uh, a racer chair. And that was like a derogative well, name. Like the first big brand was DX Racer. Yeah. So I, I think yeah, kind of yes. like, yeah, it all kind of yeah. stemmed from They there. all come from the same Chinese manufacturing, manufacturing plan. But they're, they're, they're bucket chairs, essentially, which would go into a car. Like, that's the, the shape of yeah. that. But Yeah. 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 Anyways. That always boggled me. It's like sitting in one, it's like, Oh, this game is oh shit! <laughs> I'm really playing. Oh! We uh, <laughs> like the side guards in case I roll out of the chair while I'm playing the game. I think it might have been at an IPL event, Golden Boy. The like head of DX Racer was there, and uh, he oftentimes would try to talk to me and like sell me or or give me wanted to give me a chair because he knew that I streamed. Um, and he yeah. would love to have the free promotion. That's why they give those chairs away. And I think yep. uh, I bought like I've been on like the the Herman Miller. This is a still um, not still series. No, still, still series. Case. Still case. Yeah, still case. Okay. Still yeah. And I I would always just like shut him off. And finally, after like three or four events, he came up to me and said, "Hey, do you want one of those chairs?" Still, you know, I'm always looking to just we'd love to send you one. And I said, "Look, man, I'm going to be real honest. I think your chairs are dog shit. I've had like a steel case and an arrow for years." Please stop trying to pedal this shit with me because I don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Away. So, yeah. Dude, I, I bought this chair from BTOD. Uh, so it's like B-Todd Akir. So I bought the Embody from uh, the Herman Miller, which right. actually is what this chair is, the, the new yeah. one that's coming out. It's just a reskinned Embody with like a new cushion. Yep. Um, so I bought that one, but then because of COVID, uh, so my chair actually sits over here at my old chair it sits on the side. I bought this thing on Amazon for $30 and I was rolling with this thing for a while. And then because I was working so much from home, I said, I need to get a new chair. Like it, I have to make this thing happen. So I finally bought that steel, the, sorry, the, uh, the Herman Miller. Yeah. And then the, from that website, BTOD, because they didn't have it on their website and they said that they couldn't manufacture it. They, they, it was a remanufactured chair. So they said they couldn't get it to me in time. So then they offered me this one and I ended up getting it. It's a fantastic chair. It's really good. Uh, I, I love it. Like this thing's super comfortable. It's really, it fits really well, but it's like not a, it doesn't have the gamer appeal. doesn't have anything to it. And uh, when I send it over to people, they're like, Oh, this is a pretty boring chair. I was like, 
it's supposed to be good for your body. Yeah. It's not supposed to look like, you know, like, like you're sitting in a, in a spacecraft. This is just supposed to be good for you because we sit all day and we need these good chairs and that's it. You yeah. know, we don't need anything special. Um, but yeah, I am kind of, you know, bummed that I didn't wait for the, for the Herman Miller one, for the Logitech one, just because, you know, like I, I knew that they would probably manufacture them or have a lot of them ready. And then they'll be able to send it out faster because they're going to release this share. Yeah. But you know, I'm sure that they're going to get backed up and it's, it's well, going to be crazy. Zeke, you bought one this morning, right? Is there, was there a delay to the delivery yeah. or is it, was it just uh, like, they said it would, it go, uh, the the day that they said it's going out is the 27th, so in five days. That's not okay. so bad. It will be yeah, like good. going out, shipped out in, on the 27th. I would think the price point probably is deterring a lot of people from, I mean, it's 1500 bucks. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's not like Jimmy, the 13-year-old Fortnite player, can <laughs> go buy one right away, right? So, right. Nope. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I got a DX Racer years ago. They sent me one. T-Mobile sent me a DX Racer to like, was uh, it just because my chair was breaking and I needed a new one? It was like pink branded uh, and T-Mobile branded and all that. No, shit. no, it was actually like a subtle black chair. It just had the the magenta T-Mobile uh, color in the background. It's magenta, by the way. Okay, sorry, I, I um, need to, I'm not on brand colors. Sorry. Jeez. Yeah. Get on my level. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the chair fell apart in like a month. Yeah. Like, I was actually sitting on it and I had a Tim the Tatman moment where my chair just fell back Dude, and then I, it just everything just fell apart. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so ever since then, I was like, nope, not buying one of those chairs ever again. Uh, I'm sure they're great. I'm sure the people that work there are fantastic and really nice folks, but it's just not for me. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think I would go through those off. Like I would go up to Office Max or any of the Office Depot, whatever store and buy the like three to four hundred dollar executive leather chairs. And those would last like maybe two years if I was lucky. And then. Yeah so many different parts of them would just start breaking. Um, and then I've, I've owned these chairs and like, if you're going to sit in a chair for as long as we do, it's worth it. Like it's a hundred percent worth it. Yeah. Yeah. And I look at it like, like you'll get a new iPhone every year for a thousand bucks, right? Like, or every other year for like a thousand bucks. Yeah. Right. And then you go out and get another one. Like, hopefully if you spend $1,500 on a chair, it's going to last you like seven, eight years, hopefully. Yeah, it's supposed like, to last. It seems like a good a investment, good especially if that's if you're going to use it as much as we will. Yeah, Cole, what do you sit on? Because you seem like you just sit in a in a realm of nothingness. Wait, do you have so. a green screen oh. on your chair? Or... Oh, okay. No, okay. Oh, remember, okay. I, I have I have I this chair. Remember, is that um? Yeah. Oh yeah, like the titties chair. <laughs> yeah. Oh right. This is right. Yeah, right. this is a Herman Miller Mira Two, and it that's was right. like I used a gaming chair for a while, and then I switched to to this guy essentially and it is it is night and day difference um i yeah. and like people you know you know those chairs are really expensive what are you thinking and it's like dude you i sit in this chair 11 hours a day most days yeah it's like it's it is such it is an investment there's no question it's an investment and you buy one of these chairs new they come with really nice warranties they're super comfortable yeah. like my back used to hurt me in my dx racer i would i over time i would get like a consistent pain in my lower back that would get worse and worse and worse. For the longest time, I just yeah. thought something was wrong with my back. I didn't realize it was because the posture of that thing like basically like pushes you forward and it like puts all the weight in the wrong places and there's no support there. So it's like, yep. yeah, going going from those to this was night and day. And um, not only that, but it fell apart, my other chair at the end of it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. very, very much recommend getting a good, decent chair from whoever you it's are, just, but I use Herman Miller and I love it. So many products that are geared toward gamers and kids and it really does bother me like i i 
I feel like, you know, I don't, I don't try and like talk down to, because I know that at the end of the day, right, it's just marketing and whatnot, but there's just so many energy drink companies that market toward kids. And it's like, dude, just when you're streaming, the best thing to have is water. Just drink water. Like, you know, <laughs> it's good for you, right? Uh, I, I did a None of us are sponsored with, by G Fuel, so you, Phil... <laughs> I'm sponsored by water though. So keep yeah, going, please. Water's great. I, I did an event with Coca-Cola and okay. uh, I like, it was a, uh, like a sales event that they were doing with their retail partners. And I ended up speaking to their head of uh, Dasani and I spoke, he had no idea about this, the gaming world and stuff. So I'm just like, listen, you have an opportunity here. It is the healthiest drink and everyone has it. And they all know that it exists. So your product reach is already like globally high. Just sponsor the gamers. Like get, get some gamers out there. I'll give you a list, you know, just sponsor these people. And like have, please like preach like the good use of water, like to, to so many players because it's so essential. They're, they're putting like so much crap in their body and it's not good for them. And, uh, and then the guy was just like, yeah, but they're going to buy water anyway, right? Like, yeah, but help us <laughs> you know, that's such a mar- like god that's such a marketing answer fuck i would just yeah. love like the the g fuel or whatever op- opposing commercials being like are you drinking too much dihydrogen monoxide <laughs> yeah drink g fuel instead yeah <laughs> fun oh, fun dj story real fast okay uh, the man it. only drinks Voss water that's all he has yeah. it's high mineral count it's yeah, not it's purified I watched the uh, thing on water, so I'm like all on water right now. I know it's it's recent uh, knowledge. It's I'm not just like a water fucking I, weirdo. I watched a thing on water. It's yeah. I mean, I guess now. I am a water weirdo. It's yeah. You're, I didn't know that you were such a connoisseur for water. I didn't you know, know that there was such a. Did you know that the you know like uh, wine has a uh, like a, a uh, I'm gonna butcher the word, but like a sommelier or whatever for wine. Mm-hmm. There's there's also the same thing for water. Qualier, it's uh, I, maybe, yeah. Let's Please call tell me the qualier. Oh, I just made that word up. Yeah, I don't. I, I think no they idea. refer to themselves as the same thing. Um, yeah, it was on. Uh, it was on like a. It's a Netflix uh, like travel show, and they. Uh, wow. It's uh What's his name? Uh, it's actually one of DJ's friends, uh, Zach, Zach uh, Efron. Oh, it was Zach Efron's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my, my wife just started watching that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's episode three or something like that. Um, they said that uh, like purified water is bad because it takes it strips all the minerals out of it. So you just want to drink like normal, non-bottled, like mineral water is essentially the best. I don't so know. tap water. No tap water is, that- is bad because here in the U.S. it's so filtered and there's so much extra yeah. chemicals in really? it that it's actually not good to drink for your body. They put they put a lot of chemicals in it, so it's like it's safer yeah. essentially. Fluoride, not all the water and chlorine, is- and fluoride yeah. yeah, dude, shattering my brain right now. Yeah. It's like a whole new world. The thing, though, that I I was a little bit, and then we're going to take a break. The thing that scared me is they were like, oh, yeah, Fiji water is really good. And I was like, oh, my God, but that's such like a meme in the world to drink Fiji water. <laughs> but now you're telling me it's the best. Like, were they actually, were they on to something? It, is it the best? Is they, it the best? They said it's you? like the, the uh, most commercially known best water is Fiji water, apparently. Dude. And so it, it turned out that the same documentary talked about if you've ever seen Raiders of the Lost Ark at the end, that's what happens when you drink tap water. Like your face just. Yep. Like that's essentially what happens. That's yeah. true. So don't. Oh, yeah. Crap. Tap water's bad. Tap water's rough. Yeah. Filtered water is also rough, though. Like if you have a filtered water, it strips all the minerals out of it. So. Damn, son. That's crazy. The more you know. <sighs> the more you know. 
The more you know, the more anxiety you get. That's the that's how yeah. that saying goes. Yeah. Everything's supposed to kill you, people. So stay <laughs> indoors. We're doing a good job so far, and wear a damn mask. We're yeah. done. There you go. That's it. Wear a damn mask. That's it. We're done with this segment. We're gonna take a break. We'll be back uh, with Golden Boy talking uh, sports now as a category on Twitch as of this morning. We'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, Logic signed a multi-million uh, year contract here, or multi-million dollar contract here on Twitch earlier this week. Ghost of Tsushima's uh, out. Me and Kobe been playing it. We'll talk about that. And then, of course, we'll be previewing the Xbox Series X uh, event happening tomorrow at noon Eastern. I like how JP just uh, basically said most people, or not JP, Z just said most people's reaction to that. He was just like, what? <laughs> Multi-million year. He's going to be streaming for eons, by the way, chat. Yeah. No, sports on Twitch. It's a thing. It's weird. It was on the front. We'll talk about it in the second break. Uh, or the second half after the break. We'll be right back with more right after this. We'll see you then. Welcome back, everyone. Going to the second ah. half here of Drop Frames. Let's talk about sports on Twitch. It's a thing. That's all I know. I don't know. <laughs> Did they put out like a statement? Did you guys look into it at all during the break? I, I saw that like it was. I... No, go ahead. I was going to say, I heard about it first when I got on the show. Like, okay. I was, was there a big announcement? Is there a tab now? Like, can you explain exactly what's going on here? So there is a category on Twitch now that is just called sports. Um, and as of this morning, uh, under the sports category, um, someone was covering, I say someone, they're probably like a well-known personality or something like that, um, within the different sports, but someone was covering, uh, soccer, AKA football. Uh, and then after that, they were covering, uh, the NBA stuff. Um, and I think they still might be in kind of the front page spot. Um, golden boy also brought up that, uh, page from the WWE was like shooting, um, Cutting promos. Cutting promos. There you go. That's the the vocab for it. Um, yeah. On her channel, and apparently already has like, I don't know. I think I think we surmised like thirteen or fourteen thousand paying subscribers. Uh, so it looks like they're kind of just housing all of this stuff under one thing. Because um, like NBA has been on on Twitch for a while. The NBA has been on Twitch for a while. Um, they've been doing stuff with like NBA. 2k yeah. whatever doing tournaments for that because they actually can't host um the actual nba league um and then like in the past you know we've seen a bunch of different sponsored streams with like tim the Tapman and jericho and a handful of other broadcasters doing stuff with the nfl so i guess yeah. that they're just starting to kind of put that all under one thing uh rather than it just going under like special events or whatever um it's interesting because the category fitness and health also still exists um, which I'm not necessarily saying that fitness and health and sports are one thing, but it is a little bit weird that like a workout stream goes under fitness and health, but not under sports and sports is more just like league based from what I can tell. So it's well, not necessarily, thing. uh, because on front page right now, yeah. uh, uh, Austin Eckler is live. The okay. LA chargers running back is actually live with a IRL sports, he just went offline, uh, funny enough, as I was saying this, but <laughs> okay. um, yeah, like I saw he him just tap the button. He was like uh, live on his phone, just walking around the field, just talking uh, huh. to people. So it's like, I, I don't know what the objective is of Twitch here, uh, but it is very, it's very clear that Twitch is not really Twitch anymore with that. Yeah, I mean, they're they're getting into new, they're looking for new business, essentially, right? Like the demographic that exists, to to put on my 
marketing bullshit hat for a second. The demographic yeah. that exists on Twitch is the exact demographic that watches football, NBA, UFC. Like there's huge amounts of crossover there and like the Call of Duty world essentially. Not necessarily like the people that watch ARPGs uh, are huge sports fans. I mean, I'm sure there's some, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know how hype like Drew, uh, I was going to say Drew Bledsoe. That's where my sports knowledge is. Like a washed up quarterback <laughs> from the 90s. <laughs> from the Patriots, <laughs> Buffalo Bills, you know? Jesus Christ. Uh, whatever sports figure is not like super hype for Baldur's Gate 3, right? Ronaldinho is not really into Baldur's Gate 3. Is, is he current? Is that a big name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I, yeah, that's fine. Great. Where the I, f I can't believe I pulled Drew Bledsoe from my weird brain. That's a um... yeah. Like you could have just said Tom Brady. And yeah, I no, I think that's what I meant to say. But for some reason, I'm like Drew Bledsoe, Patriots quarterback. That's a big deal. Let's go with that. I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Uh... It, it's just it's just a uh, like I remember uh, I was at Twitch when um, music was getting spun up, and that was like. Uh, forget who was the one that was leading the charge on that one but i remember like they were Probably sending Steve gun right out well no i'm seeing internally at twitch oh, um oh, oh. I, i'm trying to remember who it was but uh they were just like yeah the <laughs> gun run poor gun run was being sent to like well, i don't know poor gun run i mean i think he was perfectly fine yeah. with it he was he was being sent to these events and then he was just streaming them on twitch like he went to ultra he went yeah. to steve aoki he, he went to a few big shows and then there he is just with a laptop like people take pictures of him he's with a laptop in a corner just hyping in the feed to his, his macbook or whatever <laughs> laptop he was running just trying to get the stream out and the, and, and he was you know these, these guys had no idea that they were going live and broadcasting to like a hundred thousand people it was, it was just bananas yeah um and it, it's clear that it was like you know that that category makes sense sports makes sense too like i'm not saying it doesn't make sense i just think it's funny how like just twitch is really you know, it it was supposed to be about creators and then, you know, Amazon bought it. And then I, I think we all just kind of saw the writing on the wall, right? It's just now, it's just a platform. That's yeah. it. It's that's all it is. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that you know, to, not to move completely away from the sports uh, on Twitch conversation, but uh, it was announced earlier, I think yesterday, maybe the day prior, uh, Logic was retiring from music. And then 24 hours later, uh, it was announced that he had signed a multi-million dollar, multi-year contract to stream on Twitch, uh, which I think he debuted to like 75,000 or something, maybe even more. Uh, the number I saw was 75,000 people watching on Twitch. And that's, it's just, it's, it's, uh, I think you couldn't have said it better than what you said, Golden Boy, where like used to be all about games and creators. And now it's about like how many more viewers can we get? And I think in a lot of ways, not necessarily yeah. put it all on Ninja, but I think his uh, thing with Drake kind of is the reason for that. Like that was such a huge moment for Twitch. Um, and it really kind of shaped the years to come in so many different ways. Um, Ninja did so many different things that that shaped so many different things moving forward. And, and oh, Drake and all them was one yeah, of them. Sorry. Just, just to be super clear, uh, Logic is a rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're not talking about an esports <laughs> team. Yeah, he, he is a, a large rapper. Don't worry. I, I don't know who he is either, but yeah, he's, he's a big rapper guy. Person. Yeah. yeah he's, a, he's probably one of my favorite artists, uh, funny enough. Uh, yeah. So I, I mean, like when I found out he was retiring, I, I went through like a, uh, a thing, a series of events over the last, like, Process. cause yeah, because like when I found out he was retiring, I was like, dude, I mean, he had a one hell of a decade. He released a lot of great music. Like there, there are a lot of people, by the way, who do not like logic because they feel like he's 
sometimes you feel like he's like Walmart brand rap, which I don't really believe. But then there's like, you know, there's always like people that hate things for certain reasons, right? Sure. Uh, so we just leave it at that. But when I found out he was retiring, I was just like, oh, that, that really sucks, man. You know, but we're going to get one more album that's sick and he's got a great catalog. And, you know, that's that's awesome. Uh, then I found out he was signing the Twitch exclusively. Uh, and then I was like, and, you know, just another reason why <laughs> small streamers can't grow on this mother effing <laughs> platform. And, and I, had, I had such a uh, just a roller coaster of emotions, man, as a uh, as a streamer, as a fan. And then as a streamer, I was just like, oh, dear God, now, now I'm competing with freaking logic. This isn't fair. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I'm not really competing with logic, but I just think it's like wild that. That was just the, the the emotions I was going through throughout that course of time. Yeah, I mean, I in in the sense of you're competing with ex celebrity, that's only going to get worse. Like you know, I, I think Logic signing that contract, uh, and even before that, like we had Mike Shinoda on the show last night. He he's kind of out there doing a lot of that stuff. Or last week, sorry, uh, he's kind of out there doing a lot of that stuff. And you mentioned Steve Aoki; he was out here in 2017 doing that. So it's it's been making yeah. a lot of waves in that industry for some time. I think I saw timbaland was streaming last night he like said that he has a twitch channel and he's out there doing that now t-pain obviously he was with opg uh when opg was still a thing right like he had a a contract with them uh um, now streamed on twitch for a yeah. long time until he got banned totally <laughs> <laughs> why did he get banned he probably he probably he, said yeah uh, i think he would use he said some terminology that yeah. wasn't really uh, good to be using yeah 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 fair enough Leave. Yeah. So, so now I guess we know where Dr. Disrespect's money went to. Uh, it went to Logic. Is that uh, is that where we are right now? I I, know, I, I was so. going to get it in there. I was going to get it. No, in I'm there. glad you did. No, I, it's a, no it's a me. maybe. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You, you really never know. Yeah. <laughs> like a, I like you're just like you. You never you never know. You just you just don't know. Someone knows. And it's not yeah. DMCA, and it's permanent. But that's all we know. And that's all that oh, person yeah. knows. JP, apparently, as, as soon as we're off, if you could call your people and let them know, apparently Henry Cavill needs to be on the show. Um, if you want to just, you know, let your people know. Cavill. 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 It was yeah. Cavill. Yeah. Also, uh, we've already. Well, reached it's also not Pan, but we don't talk about that. We've already reached out to WME, uh, and we're currently uh, trying and, and looking to have him on the show. But he's probably never going to come on the show. I'm just going to say uh, that. Yeah, my wife put a picture of me building a computer and her tweet was, um, you know, I, I, I tried, but it just didn't hit the same. <laughs> <And then> everyone, <laughs> everyone knew immediately what she was talking about. Like all, all her other friends and they're just like, yeah, no, it's not the same. It's just, I didn't here. I am sweating my ass off. Look like Henry Cavill sweats his butt off from building a computer. He looks like a god. Yeah. I sweat building a computer. I look like a slob. It's I'm sweating fair. right now, and it looks bad. Henry, like, <laughs> <laughs> he's got... And I'm just sitting here talking. Yeah. <sighs> oh, God, it's so tiring, <sighs> you guys. These lights are so bright. Oh, I got to drink more I thought water. about doing, like, a comparison shoot kind of like that with, like, uh, like a like video card, like, half embedded into the drywall. <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. If anything, broken pieces of shit, just me with a fucking hammer. If anything, you're, you're talking about having uh, Henry on the show. I fully expect Gary Witta will have him on Animal uh, Talking at one point. He's got Brie Larson on this week. Uh, so <gasps> Does he really? He's got fucking Captain Marvel on his show. Uh, I think that's either today or tomorrow. Yeah. So 
That's nuts. Gary, what well, she is started a YouTube channel, right? Yeah. When JP reaches off the screen and comes back with the bag with the dollar bill on it and just kind of tucks it in his pocket. Oh, yeah. Gary, no, I'm fully in the pockets <laughs> of Gary Widow. Tomorrow at uh, 3 p.m. Yeah. 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 On his uh, channel, twitch.tv. Yeah. It's good. Gary, Gary Widow's got all the celebs, man. Well, Co, someone in your chat said, uh, do, do your connections to get Keanu. Uh, That's right. Co I mean, has actually been in the same voice acting booth as Keanu, I've heard. Uh, he's smelled so. his stank and bottled it up. Uh, and we'll be selling I mean, at that point you're basically friends yeah so you might as well just make it happen oh, oh oh basically yeah no the, the the yeah i everyone was like yeah did you record with keanu no i didn't record with keanu but <laughs> i did get a story from the, who did record with keanu apparently like this this is this little thing i might have told this before but anyway i have not so heard basically like this this team for cyberpunk they would fly all over the world recording like celebrities because there's a lot of little cameos in cyberpunk and they said like a lot of them you know would be they bring in like entire entourages and they'd have like you know, the, I need meats and beers and like all these things. Right. And they, and they would have to supply, you know, they, they had a whole like person that would just supply these famous people with what they needed to come in. And the guy was like, yeah. And then there was Keanu. He showed up 15 minutes early on his motorcycle by himself, walked in, shook everyone's hand and said how pleased he was to be there. Knocked out all his lines and then just gave everyone a handshake on the way out, signing a few autographs of people that liked him. And I was just like, of course, what a, what a guy. Yeah, we, Yes. <laughs> just, oh, it's just the best. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it was it was so cool. They were like they were like of almost all the people we've done, he was just the most relaxed and chill. And yeah, uh I can't I can't I can't believe it, dude. That dude just he's incredible. Yeah. What an absolute he's giga chad. He's a giga chad. That's what he's just <laughs> he's just everything we need to be in this world man he he like randomly uh would just be taking pictures or not taking pictures he would just be in the new york city subway like i, I don't know if you guys knew this but he would take public transportation everywhere oh yeah uh, he didn't really he doesn't care you know he's such a low-key guy like i we just the world needs to be more like keanu reeves that's it that's true there's a lot of uh good stories out there uh of so many different people interacting with him and they're all super positive so i can only imagine he was humble man there's so few people that have his level of success and yet they're still just a humble good person yeah like it's yeah. it's in yeah it's wild it's for wild. sure be excellent to each other man he lived <laughs> he does indeed he does indeed does. Uh, yeah uh so logic on twitch that's the thing i don't know if there's anything really to say it's the is that the first like big celeb that they've signed a contract with that's that we know of i I don't think there's anyone. I mean, the other like streamers, of course, um, but those are like homegrown, so to speak. Um, I would, yeah. I would suspect he's mm. the first of many. And do you think you're, you think we're gonna see more actors and and musicians transitioning over? Like, hundred percent with COVID right now, man. Like turning on a stream, it, it's like Brie Larson made a YouTube for a reason. It's because you can't. It's hard to shoot a movie right now, right? Like it. Yeah. I think a lot of those people, not necessarily driven by money because they already have money. I think it's just the creative outlet uh, is something that those people feed on. And then if you can do a YouTube channel or a Twitch channel uh, and, and help support kind of that creative uh, outlet, then you should. And if you get paid for it, then you should do it twice, right? Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think it only well, makes sense. And another big thing is like, uh, and, and, and I definitely completely see like, jokingly golden boy was was absolutely right in saying like these big fish come to twitch and they kind of take it but also if you think about like the audience of someone like logic there are going to be hundreds of thousands of people that have never even heard what twitch was totally. they're going to be mm -hmm. coming to the platform because of him 
So, you know, I mean, it's going to be this, and some of them are going to be gamers and some of them will probably prefer to watch games over him. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an opportunity. It's a double-edged opportunity. Don't get me wrong for sure. But I mean, there is an opportunity there as well. Yeah. Not to bring it up, but someone just brought up a great point. I kind of buried the lead talking about Brie Larson. She's actually going to be on that show with Dr. Lupo. So that right there for Dr. Lupo is a great connection to have because I'm sure she's going to bring a lot of her fan base and they're going to see like a super wholesome guy in Lupo and probably go watch his stream potentially. So I just especially when they learn about his dirty stuff and everything. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But they shouldn't see his tweets that he has when he talks about his wife. They they definitely <laughs> yeah. I don't know if Bree's gonna really like those that much. She actually might. I don't know. Uh, who knows? You know, might have been open. He's mind. got some fire tweets though. It it's genuinely hilarious. I don't know if you've ever seen him, but yeah. It was like one it was one recently about like it was like a, a hole or something, and then he just he said something so inappropriate. I was like, how and I know. I know both of them and I know, and his wife is like the sweetest person. And, uh, and I'm just like, I can't imagine what she's thinking right now. She like reads this tweet and sees these comments. It's so good. Yeah. Probably just amazing. Gives it the old eye roll. It's like, Oh, babe, <laughs> don't again. yeah. Uh, that's not, Dr. Lupo's name is Ben, right? I just didn't make that up. Yeah. Okay, good. I was making yeah. sure. Yeah. Another Ben. We've learned two Ben's today. A lot of Ben's out there. A lot of Ben's. Yeah. Uh, good then, name. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. I, I, Alex is, I think Alex, I know a lot of Alexes as of today as well. Yeah, more, more, more bins than I do. And one, <laughs> one Zach. That's it. Zachiel. Zachiel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's funny. To... That's what Julia, Julia, the emo artist, that's what she calls me every time. Zachiel? Or Zach? She calls me Zachiel when she comes into my chat. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> that's. That's Julia, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm just running through to see if there's any other news uh, out there. Co, what'd you drop? That was my cat knocking something off. The- I thought you dropped your cat. Yeah, I thought you dropped No, no. Delete the VOD. Delete the VOD. Delete the immediately came back. She just, she just okay. off. Okay, good, good. Uh, it's Cirilla. He's as dainty as, as all can be. Nice, nice. Yeah um there's some other news rocket league's going to be going free to play when it switches over to uh the epic game store and removes itself from steam sometime later this summer um whoa yeah it's kind of a bigger deal uh we had we had known that like epic had bought psionics there was some transaction yeah, yeah, that, that was news a while back um but the news this week was that when that switch happens uh rocket league will be going free to play um, so wait a second because Rocket League is still wildly popular, does that mean that you will not be able to use Steam Friends for matchmaking? Yeah. Well, I don't know about this matchmaking. I know that if you have bought it on Steam, you will still be able to play it on Steam. But I don't know what that means for oh. matchmaking. Um, I don't think that they are going to be allowing you to buy the game or access the game as like a uh, a transaction mm. uh, through uh, Steam anymore. So like if you have if you own, I think it's like if you own the game on Steam, you'll be okay to you mm-hmm. you can be able to launch the game. You'll be able to access your friends list. Uh, okay. But I think there there has to be something with Epic Game Store too though uh, that I, I I'm probably missing out on. Uh, but basically okay. it'll and be yeah. it's still going to be totally crossplay. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. oh yeah yeah yeah. That's not changing because that's like their big that's like one of their biggest hooks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. But it actually is really big because one of the 
One of the things that I've been waiting for for this game was to make its way over to Asia, uh, because in in the Rocket League Championship Series, which is their esports program, it's it's amazing. Like I, that that whole probably one of the easily digestible games like that exists uh, from an esports perspective. I recall bringing my friend to an event, and she brought her son, and uh, he like she and him they got it instantly. They knew mm. exactly what was going on. They were able to pick the names of the players that they liked. And then they, that's who they cheered for, for the entire tournament. You know, it was just an easy game to understand. Uh, but I really want to see this game kind of continue to get more and more popular in other regions, because I think that there's a lot of potential there. It's a, it's a very easy access game, you know, like very easily accessible, excuse me, a uh, game that can have just, uh, I guess, very, very deep roots in different regions. If they actually did push it in that direction. I don't know if they will. I don't know if that's what this is going to do, but I would think nice so. With, with how much like Tencent is involved in in Epic, like I would think yeah. that they're going to try to push that game over into that market. It it just makes sense for sure, and especially with Epic owning, I think they bought Psionics, the studio. Yeah, they bought them, so they're definitely going to try to get uh, their money's worth out of that for sure. Um, which is smart. That uh, it's definitely. I mean, Rocket League is one of those games that was so big on Twitch when it initially started, and while you know the 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 average streamer doesn't necessarily stream it anymore, although a lot still do. It's huge in the esports world. Like it's done phenomenal yeah. uh, in their like pro circuit thing. So fully yeah. expect it's like that to be a close thing. to being a. It's I think it's like tier two, close to being a tier one esport. Yeah, uh, if it isn't already. Yeah. So it's a big deal for sure. Uh, what else was out there? Jeff Keeley. <laughs> Are you guys? I saw. Someone is making a comment that they're tired of seeing Jeff Keighley and everything this summer because he seems to be everywhere. Uh, earlier this week, he was uh, demoing the PlayStation 5 DualSense controller. Uh, there was like a 20-minute or maybe even shorter than that video where he was talking about it. Uh, I think he's going to be there for the pregame show tomorrow for Xbox, so he's a little bit all over the place. Uh, did you guys catch any of the the dual the, the controller video that he put out? Are you guys watching that I at saw, all? I, I, I saw it briefly. Uh, it looks... Like, I, I honestly don't have a lot of interest in that DualSense controller. Like, I'm just not really feeling it. Uh, in fact, I'm just not really feeling the PlayStation 5, like, from a design perspective. I'm sure the games are going to slap. Like, it's going to be sick across the board. But my goodness, that is, like, one of the ugliest things I've ever seen. <laughs> really? So, you hear I, that against it? <laughs> oh, dude, it's... And people are like, no, man, it looks like a video game console. It looks like the future. I was like, I don't care if it looks like the future, Okay. <laughs> I don't need Megatron in my office. I'm okay with that. <laughs> you don't want a you new just router? Just give me a box. Just give me a box. Yeah. I'm okay with just a box, you know? Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I'm I, not, like, particularly blown away by the controller. I don't think they're doing anything all that different with it, uh, obviously. Like, they, there is going to be some, like, uh, some new tech that's in it. I, I, I'm more curious on gyro tech. That, that is... I think the the way that we should see the controllers continue to go because I've seen the light when it comes to the Nintendo Switch. That is like one of the best. I play Splatoon 2. The only <laughs> game I play exclusively gyro. Yeah. It, it is so fun. And and you can get a, a decent amount of accuracy too when you start to practice a lot with it. Uh, so I, I, I want to see that implemented more, but I, I just don't know if these controllers are really going to do it. I think the big, from, from the video that I, from this video watching it on, Tuesday or Wednesday or Monday, whatever it was. Um, the two things that I took away is the triggers are haptic. So what the way that Jeff kind of talked about that, that Sony probably told him to talk about 
is if you're like pulling back a bow, the more you like depress the button as you're pulling the bow, it gets harder and harder to push on that button. Like it gives you some feedback on it. So that's kind of cool. Um, oh. And like you can actually hear, and I, I think this might be in, it might already be in the elite twos, but like when you're shooting a gun, the triggers themselves will, will like rumble as if you were holding on to the gun itself. Um, so that type of stuff is big. I think we'll, we'll talk about ghost in a little while, but I think ghost is the first game that I can think of that really actually utilized the touchpad better than any other game on the PS4 so far. Like it actually sold me on having that giant pad there on the PS4 rather than just like a push button. The actual swiping of it was great. So I'd love to see more like first party and, and even third party games utilize that. Mm. Um, but yeah, it just looks like a, an Xbox PlayStation hybrid controller at the end of the day. Um, it looks fine. They said they're going to be shipping. I'm fine with Do what? Oh, yeah, yeah, I like Xbox controllers better. So, yeah. like, I think it's a step in the right direction, man. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I agree for sure. Um, the other thing that came from this video is that they're going to have. Is it Astrolab? Is that the name of their VR thing, or their their once VR game? I think was Astrolab. Um, do you remember? Oh, that? oh, you mean the 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 just the game itself? Yeah, whatever. Uh, Astrobot, Astrobot, Astrobot. Yeah, yeah, Astrobot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's going to be a package or a, a pack in with any PlayStation you buy. It comes with like a multi-hour uh, Astrobot thing, not VR. Oh, a Astro's Playroom. Yes, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah that's okay. the name of it. Yeah. Um, and it'll kind of like highlight a lot of the different stuff with the controller. The other thing is they utilized a lot of the speaker on the controller. I fucking hate the speaker on the controller. I think that's an odd place for <laughs> controller yeah. or for a speaker to begin with. Um, like persona did a lot of stuff like that, where if you it's always were... so jarring, yeah, it just Never comes natural. out of nowhere. It's always like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and... I think it should only be used in games like GTA when you go through like burger shot or whatever. And then that speaks to you through there, like. But my and this is a this is a streamer thing because obviously normal people don't have to do this. This is what it looks like when that's happening. <laughs> I have to put the controller up to the mic so that everyone else can enjoy it. And then when it's done, I put it back in my hands. So what game? What games use that right now? Persona Five used it uh, in weird dumb Horizon ways. Oh, it did. What? What was Horizon? Oh, it was the voice logs. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, I remember one of the games though recently, and I and I hope they all do this, and I just didn't see it, but most of the games allow you to like turn that off and just force everything through the speaker. Yeah. So yeah, I tend to do that. Yeah. Yep. Here's a little bit of um Astro's Playroom uh demo that they showed. This full video is up on uh I think it's on the Game Awards YouTube channel if you want to watch it. It's about it's about eight minutes long of controller stuff, and then he had a uh about a twenty minute interview with uh Eric Limpel, who's someone, some executive at Sony, uh, talking about pre-orders and stuff like that. So that was you, that. you mentioned uh, uh, Jeff Keeley, yeah. And I, I honestly like he's he's such a hustler. It's it's oh, I'm genuinely sure. impressive behind the scenes. I'm sure he is 100. percent Yeah. Oh well, you don't you don't get access to that kind of content without the amount of work that he puts into it. Like it's like a real genuine passion. Uh, from him, I, I recall uh, when I was nominated for uh, you know humble brag uh, when I was nominated for a game award for host of the year, and you know he he saw me and we, I have known Jeff for years. I actually worked on a few gigs with him, and you know you could just see like the uh, happiness and the joy he had and like what he was producing with the game awards and 
just the amount of effort that was put into it. He it takes a lot of that stuff like to heart. Like he want he really wants it to be like something special. And I so I I, I respect him a lot for it. Uh, but I, I do think though it is quite interesting how he cornered this uh, summer. Like he really took advantage of I this mean, whole pandemic. It, it's smart, man. I I look at it and just think like fuck. That's a like forward thinking yeah. brain, right? Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. It's it's impressive how he was able to corner this market. Uh, he has essentially gotten exclusive or near exclusive on pretty much every big release. Uh, and then also, can we talk about his camera quality? Because like, what the <laughs> hell is he using? Yeah, bro, is he is like it's just a <laughs> he's on one of those new like, like eighteen uh, <laughs> Mbit uh, red cameras or whatever that was announced this past week. Whatever the fuck they're called, has to be man because his thing is looking crisp. It's like it's on a green screen, but the but it's not. He's nowhere even near it. It's just I don't know. It's just wild stuff. Uh, I'm still yeah, he, the guy's just a beast. I still think he's. I still think he's CG. I'm still you think he's CG. a CG? He's I'm AI. Convinced he's real. Yeah, he's running on like some yeah. some interfaced Xbox Series X PS5 hybrid CG shit. When you worked with him, that was most likely a hired London. He's cutting cause uh, internet right now and making drop yeah. frames because we're talking about it. Dude, he's the we're architect. getting too close to the mystery. We're getting too close to the mystery. That's Evolver it. Was right. He's the fucking architect. <laughs> he True. knows too much, or we know too much. Uh, we're we're outing him here. Uh, moving along in news, um, <laughs> I don't, the three of us haven't interfaced with this X cloud stuff. Have, have you messed with Microsoft's X cloud at all? Have you seen anything? With I, that? I haven't, but I've seen a fair amount and, okay. and they've talked to me about it a few times. Like, yeah. There was like a, it was a person who was at the halo world championship one year when it was like just a theory. And they were asking me about like my thoughts on whether or not uh, cloud gaming could ever be used for esports. Right. Um, to which I just said, like, it would be awesome, but you'd have to figure out the internet and delay. And then they were like, oh yeah, it seems like a big challenge. I was like, yep, that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, the challenge. Yeah. That's, that's the challenge. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I haven't been like, I'm not sold on cloud gaming the way other people are. Uh, people are just so like, they're like, this is the future. And xCloud may, may be like the big thing. Like, we don't know, but. I mean, Stadia was such a flop. Yeah, like, like, it, it, was, so it still bad. is a flop. It, it's it's kind of like laughing stock. Still pushing I mean. it hard. Yeah. Yep. Well, you ha I mean, at some point you have to when you, you put that much to. money in it, right? Yeah. But yeah. you're you're 100 right there, Golden Boy. Like it, it, the failures of Stadia make anyone getting into the cloud gaming world that much harder, right? Because they still have to yeah. push that same idea that Stadia tried and failed to. Um, with that said. Microsoft uh, announced earlier this week that they're going to launch xCloud uh, streaming for free as a pack-in with Xbox Game Pass Ultimate in September. So somehow, some way, they've added more things to that Xbox Game Pass. It's uh, the most valuable service it's uh, insane. across the board. Yeah. Yep. It's just absurd. Uh, and, and Today, Microsoft went out of business and they blamed Game Pass. Um, I mean, it's it, it just the point now, like... No, like they put brand new releases in it. They have a huge library. Now they're putting in streaming with it. You know, they, it's 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 insane, dude. Yeah, like it really is yeah. insane. Uh, I'm just convinced Microsoft doesn't really care about consoles anymore. Like they're doing it because it obviously like makes sense for them. Like from a business perspective, they're still going to make millions of dollars off of this thing. Yeah, I, I think they're making the right call. 
Like the, in a way that Nintendo pivoted like really hard in the, we're not going to focus on crazy ass tech. We're going to just make fun games for the family. And they've, they've owned that space. I think that's exactly what Microsoft is trying to do. Or just like, you know what, PlayStation, you guys want to, you guys want to have the console stuff? Go ahead. We just want people to play video games. Yeah. And that's just where, where they are because they failed at that for so long on PC, you know, like they have never been, even though everyone makes games on, on windows, they've never been good with like Microsoft at actually like having a voice for the PC space. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it did, wasn't until Xbox where they started to see that, that real benefit come to play. And, I think maybe like this is just this is the final this is the end game. You know? Well, they they found a product that I mean we're talk we're we spent five minutes here talking about how good the Game Pass is, right? So they found a product that people are super hyped about. Yeah. It's a good product uh, and it works, right? It, it's an ongoing payment that is inherent to Microsoft when people are trying to make games as a service, where you have to pay for that shit. It's like the MMOification of games, essentially. Right, the, subs- yeah. the subscription service of games is what it is. It's it's genius. And on top of that, we you know for the last two years they've been purchasing all these studios. Tomorrow we have this big event where they're going to be basically unveiling like a bunch of huge first party things. They tie that into Game Pass. That's the kind of thing where they don't. It's not that they just have a good value system. They own that system. Right, like they own all the systems associated with that. There's like no question where you would go. Which honestly, at this point, Microsoft kind of needs one of those with the with the history of the console stuff that's been going on yeah so maybe they're just trying to kind of put their foot down and say hey look we're going to excel to the pinnacle in one of these parts of gaming culture yeah like, we're going to yeah. win one of these guys we have the money we have the resources <laughs> so <laughs> I, I do not be an answer <laughs> exactly exactly no i'm i'm super excited for tomorrow man you know i've i've definitely been a playstation guy for the last multiple years just like we're be. talking about the value of x or of the xbox game pass the value of the ps4 was was pretty supreme and all that stuff so I'm yeah. kind of hoping tomorrow is like the big day for Microsoft. Like the one that goes down is like, this is when they started really coming back. Right. We'll see. We'll we see. hope so. We hope so. Uh, before Besides, we fully. 70 games. Yeah. Before we shift. Wait, 70. That's what they're showing tomorrow. 70 games apparently are going to be shown. Really? Tomorrow. I had not seen that. Did that come out this 70. morning or something? Jeez. Yeah. I've been seeing a bunch of art. I saw a few tweets and like uh, a few articles and Man. I have to find it. But I, yeah. But 70, apparently they're showing 70, 70 games or, or something along Dude, those lines. They couldn't just party. leave one out and just totally go. <laughs> I, I feel bad for the 70 for first it. games, Deke, honestly. Yeah. You know, like yeah. poor, poor bastard. Uh, True. <laughs> yeah. So that, uh, but someone was asking in chat, and I think it's worth mentioning that Xbox game pass ultimate, uh, which includes the X cut I'm pointing over here because it's on my monitor is, is only $14.99 a month. Um, and I think with ultimate you get, I don't know what that means in terms of if you get more games or if you get different games. You're able what. to do it on PC and Xbox. And oh, that's what uh, it means. Okay. Yeah. The ultimate is for both platforms. So I have ultimate and yeah, no, it's, it's like one of the most useful services like uh, on, on PC right now I have, that's how I played outer worlds. Like I wouldn't have played outer worlds otherwise. Like I'm not to say that I, outer worlds is a fantastic game. I really is. But as a like a diehard, you know, competitive gamer esports guy, like I just don't have a lot of time to play a lot of these games. Yeah. But thankfully, it was like free, so I was like, yeah, sure, I'll just download it and play it. And, and then I did. Uh, you know, it. But Drop Frames is brought to you by Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> you can also now find the Xbox Game Pass with Drop Frames. Yeah. 
There you go. And honestly, the best thing to play it on is a T-Mobile phone at the end of the day. That's so, I mean, it kind of all, it all works out. It all works out. There you go. There you go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's Herman a- Miller. <clears throat> Herman Miller. God. Herman <laughs> Miller. <laughs> Zeke wants to talk about there. his purchase. He wants to talk about his big purchase. Zeke's big day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about that Xbox event tomorrow. Um, I was I found an article, so it said ID at Xbox Summer Game Fest demo event showcases seventy plus games. That's where that was coming from. Um, which is so the the Summer Game Fest demo Ooh. event is something that is available right now uh, for okay. people to go and get these games in your own home. Is essentially a pitch. Seventy uh, plus fantastic yeah. game demos of unreleased Xbox games. Uh, available for download between July 21st and uh, 27th. Some of the names, uh, Zeke, you might be interested in these because they look to be pretty indie. Um, some of the names <laughs> right off, well, he's he's a big, I'm not saying. I know, I know, I okay. know. I watch the stream all the time. I just think it's hilarious because you're like, That's this not is your slide. category, Zeke. Shine. <laughs> no, hey, here's, all the, here's all the garbage no one else cares about. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you take it that way, that's on you, not me. I'm just saying. Know, you know, I'm no, no, <laughs> like, you know, you know how new shows have like that one guy that's the specialist. Like Zeke's our indie specialist. Yeah, it's like we yeah, defer to him for the indie. He's our indie correspondent. Exactly. Yes, cousin. We got a lot of them here. Cousin uh, Zeke. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> cousin cousin Zeke. Zeke. I can't even. You know they're indie when you can't pronounce them. Uh, Ars Fabule. Uh, Back to the Belt. Darkestville Castle. Ephemeral Tell. Fractal Space, Glasside, K's in the Wild Mask. I mean, there's 70 games. I'm not going to read every single one. Let me see if Destroy All Humans, I guess, is considered indie in this case. Um, see if there's any others that I recognize. In the Valley of Where are you Death. seeing this? Where are you seeing this list at? Uh, I'll put it in the drop frame Slack here, real quick. It's on news.xbox.com is where I'm pulling this from. For those, I'll okay. put it in, I'll put it in my chat as well if, if someone wants to link it in everyone else's chat from there. Uh, there's a whole bunch of, of games, though, that are going to be available through this process um, for that stuff. I think tomorrow, at least everything that I've read, is primarily about an hour long, and it's going to be mostly first-party stuff. Um, they've got out there this week and said that it's the most diverse, I think was the word that Phil Spencer was using or some Microsoft exec was using, um, yeah. first-party games they've ever had. Uh, Halo Infinite, obviously a big one. Um, I think that's going to be the one that gets everyone in the seat. So then they'll show everyone else what everyone else has been working on because uh, they have acquired so many different game studios over the past couple of years um, and so many different game studios of varying types of games. Um, Obsidian's in there, so we might see something from them. Um, and Exile uh, is also in there. They have Wasteland 3 coming out, but I would think that they're probably working we on something might, else. We might get two big announcements from Obsidian in Exile tomorrow. Like yeah. this, this would be the time. Obsidian, all we know from Obsidian is that they they finished Outer Worlds, and then the only thing we've really heard since, uh, from them since then is uh, Grounded, which is coming out at like the end of this month. Yeah. So we don't even know what Obsidian's working on right now. And In Exile has their big release of Wasteland Three at the end of August. So because you know the dev on that is obviously slowing down, like what do we got next from them? So it could be it could be big tomorrow. It yeah. Be big. Big day for you. Big day. I mean, those games are literally <laughs> right up your cat. Yeah. Look at this. We got in, we got Zeke checked out. Now we just need to get the ARPGs for for JP, and we're 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 Path of Exile baby. exists like, on the Xbox, so I'm good. We're good. Okay, so we're good. <laughs> we're we're cooking with fire, and yeah. I got Halo. So I'm, I'm in camp Halo for everyone. Too, man. I, I 
like me some Halo. Uh, there's an interesting quote from Phil Spencer uh, about Halo that we'll get to in just a second. The other thing that uh, came out this week was a lot of rumors that Fable is going to show up uh, tomorrow. Did something? I don't <sighs> think that was an official teaser, but I know that what? image that you saw is yeah. the same one I saw. I don't think that was official, um, but it may be a reboot of Fable uh, is in the cards. They had like that. They had something in the Fable IP, but they canceled it uh, a couple of years back. I don't know what the fuck it was. Uh, it was some like not normal Fable game. Um, but Be yeah, still so, my beating heart. Someone someone took the words. Fable. Someone took the words right out of my mouth. What if that's what Obsidian's working on? An Obsidian no. made Fable game would be pretty cool. No, <laughs> no, dude. Oh my god. It'd be like a, like a, a real fable game with like serious deep RPG elements and stuff like that. Oh my lord, dude! Like 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 what Ooh. Peter Molyneux like promised years yeah. ago, delivering you know? his promise. Yeah, it'd be crazy. Dude, you know, you know, we're saying it's gonna be like Fable Legends, the MOBA coming to your cell phone. <laughs> fable Legends, that was the name of it. That's right. Everyone has cell phones, right? Yeah. Right. Everyone's good. <laughs> oh no, jeez. If um, we get a fable mobile game tomorrow, I will riot. Media, yeah <laughs> i don't think we'll see a, a, a mobile game tomorrow i hope not i mean who knows who, who fucking knows um they do have an hour long though uh to show stuff so they have to show a lot of games i think in that hour especially if they're all like yeah. first party studio stuff um yeah what are the studios that they own right now a lot um, in exile the, the, uh, obsidian lot, yeah. double fine double fine that's who i was thinking of I want to know what Double Fine's working on. They have to show something because aren't they? Psychonauts two, I think, is almost well, done. Yeah, I know they're close oh, yeah. to releasing that, but I surely they're going to announce something else. If I if, if they just mention Brutal Legend, if they just give me like a <laughs> just a little a little, a little tease, like maybe Jack Black shows up and we just get a little brutal, I would be I would be okay with that. Yeah, that'd be, that would be interesting to see for sure. Uh, Ninja Theory is another one. Uh, they're working on Hellblade oh, two, yeah. um, Turn Ten. Uh, which is the Forza people. There's also um, someone is saying that there's this. So there's two studios for Forza. There's Forza Motorsport, which is like their sim racer. And then there's Forza mm -hmm. Horizon, which is like their hybrid arcade style racer. Um, yeah. They're saying that the Forza, I, I saw some rumors that the Forza Horizon devs are working on a non Forza game. Um, and that that might be the people that are working on Fable, which would be a really weird turn of events um yeah but maybe i don't know uh, we're just fishing for this point to find out who the hell's making fable that's it we just want a fable at this point yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly <laughs> uh, if it happens it happens man. fable it's racing great. it's gonna be a fable cart racer that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> i can't even what name would piss people off more a fable cart racer or fable mobile like what <laughs> we get people more agitated fable br a Fable car yeah, racer it VR experience. There you go. Yeah. No, Fable Battle Fable Royale. Fable VR yeah. in VR. There we go. Yeah. That would cover all the bases. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they also have an in-studio thing that I forget the name of the studio that they made. Uh, like I think it starts with an I. It was like two years ago. No one knows a single thing that they're working on. Um, so I would expect that to be there. Um, I'm sure chat will spam the name of that. The Initiative? Yes. Yes, The Initiative. That is uh I actually just pulled up a list of subsidiaries. Yeah. Uh three four three compulsion, double three. fine, in exile, mojang, ninja theory, obsidian, playground games, rare, the coalition, the initiative, turn ten studios, 
Undead Labs World's Edge. Undead Labs oh. makes State of Decay. Um, yep. Yeah. And what was the last one he said? What is the coalition working on now with Gears, Gears of uh, Gears World's Edge? I, I don't so know. They finished Gears. They're they're on a. Uh, they're currently <laughs> updating five. Okay. Right now, like I think they're on full update mode. I, I would imagine that they're going to keep pushing on gear gears. stuff moving forward like they don't really have anything else in the pipeline i haven't heard anything about another gears game coming out because gears is like you know has a competitive scene and i've casted a few events for that game um so i haven't heard anything about a new game coming out but i actually will be very interested to see what their response is because rogue company uh just came out and the there was always this criticism that why didn't gears of war implement a two bomb site uh, search and destroy type game mode and uh, I believe it was the coalition said that they wouldn't because it wouldn't work with the game. And then Rogue Company has a two bomb site they made it work. Know, game mode and they made it work. Funny enough, the guy who made that game was Gandhi, uh, the not not Mahatma Gandhi, but the Halo <laughs> pro player Gandhi. Scott Lucier. Um, we, Scott yeah. Lucier. Yeah. Lucier, so yeah. Um, so I actually find that to be quite interesting that they did it. So I wonder if coalition's going to respond and maybe. It's, it's going after that market like pretty hard, I, I think. Like that whole third person shooter market is like kind of wide open right now. And yeah. uh, there's a lot of opportunity there, which is why I think high res well, did what they did. It, you know, to, to extrapolate the topic from that, it that has been, I think, Xbox's downfall, at least this last gen, was PlayStation is out there over making crazy new IPs and, and doing new things, new ideas. Xbox yeah. was like, Here's another Gears and some Gears, more yeah, Halo. Yeah. And you like and these Forza, Forza racing games, right? Like they didn't really have any new big things. Um, yeah. And so that's what I'm hoping from tomorrow is like new big things. Like just crazy shit that we haven't even thought of that could be cool, that looks yeah. cool. And then a year or two from now or, you know, launch whenever that is, nine months, six months from now, it actually is cool, right? um it's it's a it's a they're in a real tough spot uh and and hopefully tomorrow we come out of there thinking like all right xbox looks really fucking good like i can't wait i hope we're not yeah. coming out of there like all right xbox looks really good can't wait we'll play all those games on our pc well i think that's what's gonna happen though yeah right you think? all those games will be on pc there have been some really good single-player xbox games though right like uh like isn't control like one one uh, an, uh xbox exclusive or you know pc xbox exclusive i think it was um, yeah and then uh and, and you know the sunset overdrive actually wasn't uh, a bad game either like that was but that was like one of the original releases you know it's just that what it is is it's, it's cultural relevance i think is the problem that xbox has when it comes to a lot of their single player games when you, when you think about playstation you think about these games that have so much weight in in, in the minds of gamers right games like god of war for example, like just really stand out. It's just like, oh my goodness, right? Yeah. Uh, when they, when they uh, came out with uh, uh, Horizon, you know, and how that game just was like a cinematic masterpiece and what they were able to weave together. And PlayStation was having that problem too, by the way, uh, back when they were on the PS3. Like you had few good tidbits, like Metal Gear Solid, obviously were always like big winners for them. But, yeah. you know, like they were trying really hard to go after Xbox's market which was the shooters and the and and just the bro community, right? <laughs> and then PlayStation pivoted and they said, we're going to focus on great narrative experiences. That's something that they thrive at doing. They have so many great games that check those boxes. My favorite video game series besides Halo is Uncharted. You know, uh, Last of Us, another like jaw-dropping game, right? Controversial, gets people talking. Like 
it's almost as if they're like making uh, Gears, uh, not Gears of War, Game of Thrones type experiences, right? But they're single player games. Oh. People are just constantly engaging and talking about it. And it's like always in the top of people's minds. Xbox needs to figure out how to do that. And I, I don't think that they're quite going to do that with this generation. But I would like to see them try. At least at the start, you know? right? Like that, that stuff yeah. takes a long time to plan. And Well, they, that's the thing. They've been laying the foundation with all these studio acquisitions. So, and I mean, this is this is the biggest concerted effort we've seen from Microsoft in a long time. They kind of just let everything languish for like a four to five year period and just kind of like gave up in a lot of ways, you know, seceding that exclusives would also be on PC. I mean, hell, just recently they were talking about how that, you know, they don't see it as a console war. And it's like, but it is a console war. Yeah, <laughs> exactly I read that interview what it from Phil. It, it, yeah, it, was, it doesn't yeah. matter what you say. It's what everyone knows it is. So, I, you know, this, this, like, like, just like you said, golden like uh, hopefully this is them kind of being like okay we're here we're gonna try to make an impact and most importantly like let's get sony some competition like let's, let's light a fire under their ass like they're doing great but let's see how good they can t- or how, how far they'll take this and how far they'll go with it so yeah. competition yeah. for the consumer is just it's just good in every way shape and form so hopefully microsoft will, will kind of amp that up a little bit yeah but people are really bothered by the fact that uh these games take place on you know on, you could play these games on both pc and xbox i i view that as like a big plus i i never totally view that is. as a negative yeah. uh, but people seem to be really bothered by it yeah what were we gonna say co oh i said i i was agreeing with him completely oh, okay. it absolutely is like it, it's, it's it's a it's a huge good thing but i mean especially if you're a pc gamer like it's huge for us but at the same time i kind of understand like there's always been team Xbox. There's always been the people that prefer Xbox over PS4. And they're sitting here watching their favorite brand get beaten into the ground in, in terms of con, you know, consumer choice and being like, please give us something to, you know, to, right. to be on your team for. Yeah. So I, I see where they're coming from. I mean, it's better for, our, for consumers, again, but I see where they're coming from. Yeah, it, it's yeah. the whole like uh, fanboy console war thing is, is something that started as kind of a marketing ploy back in the day. And then... Twitter came out and Twitter's a whole nother beast. And so it kind of like fed off into social media, but in a lot of ways, I, I think, you know, that stems today from this, this idea that you, you, you really, most people can only afford a console. Right. And so like mm-hmm. that three to $500, whatever it is, whenever you, you buy into that brand, whether it's Xbox or PlayStation, that is the brand that you choose. And by doing so, you're going to defend your purchase. That's essentially what's happening on Twitter yeah. in a lot of these wars, right? Uh, I say wars, but in a lot of this, just like nonsense that occurs is what is marketing what it battles. Is. Yeah, marketing yeah. battles, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I I get it, and, and I'm I'm I made the statement like I hope we don't come out of there saying that we could play it on both. I say that from like Xbox's standpoint, but Co mentioned that uh, interview that Phil Spencer said where like he doesn't want that anymore. Um, so maybe that's exactly what is going to come out of there tomorrow. We're going to say, yeah. great, I'll play all these on PC because that's what I can play it on. And everyone else that has an Xbox will say, great, I'll play this on Xbox, right? Um, yeah. Everyone wins in that sense, except If Microsoft is funding, yeah, if Microsoft is funding developers to create great games, right? If PlayStation as well, right? I'd like, we just want great video games, period. Like, that's it. Uh, that's what I care about more. Uh, that's what everyone cares about. I think that that should be the message for tomorrow which i'm I'm sure it is going to be that message it's just that it doesn't really work into you you mentioned like the picking the sides 
it's just how the world is, right? Like that's just that's just how the world is. Uh, yeah. You know, politics. Uh, not to dance into politics, but that's it's it's not about doing what's right. It's just about winning or losing. Uh, right now, right? There's uh, Valorant and, and Counter Strike. Every tournament that I watch, it's just Valorant and Counter Strike people just complaining the entire time <laughs> as to one game is better than the other. It's just it's as you said, it's just brand loyalty. That's literally all it is. It's yeah. across the board, and people have they're just so like. They're so blind to it, you know. I don't want to say like I'm I'm extra woke. I'm just saying that you know <laughs> I I kind of fed into that as well. Uh, but then after a little while, you know, you, you just get exhausted, like just constantly wanting something to fail. Like we should just want all these games to just kick ass and do well and play play them wherever the hell we want to play. Like I'm gonna buy a PlayStation Five, even though I think that controller looks like hot ass. I'm still gonna <laughs> buy a PlayStation Five, you know, sure. and, because I want to play those games. They're they're gonna be sick games, so I, I'm 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 gonna get it. Yeah. Uh, same way I'm going to do the same thing with my Xbox. Even though I have a, a great PC, I'm still going to get an Xbox, you know? Why not? Yeah. Right? Like, I, I have the ability to do that. Others don't. But if you are able to pick one, right? Like, pick the one that your friends are on. Play the games with your friends. Like, I don't know. That's just my, my mentality on it. Sure. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Halo Infinite, uh, Golden Boy. Yes. Um, I read a quote two days ago or maybe yesterday uh, from Phil Spencer uh, when he was talking with Polygon in, uh, in an interview. I'm going to read it in full here. It's a little long, but stay with me because uh, I guarantee you there's a very weird point that I got from this, and I'm curious if you get it as yeah. well. Uh, the quote is, there's been a ton of learning in the studio, uh, 343, uh, the devs around um, Halo, around what does it mean to actually have a collection, that kind of totality of the Halo lore and stories and experience inside of the Halo world, one Halo UI and platform, Spencer said. Uh, as 343 has gone through this journey, uh, they've seen some of the benefits of not requiring that our customers make a decision between, do I have to play this one or that one? I feel like in a way the games almost compete with each other. You see uh, so you see that with some of the annualized franchises that are out there, which clearly Halo is not annualized, uh, but you see that where you spend a lot of energy actually trying to move one, uh, moving the customers who are already playing your game to a new version of your game. I think as gaming has evolved, there's a view of our customers are our customers and we should respect them uh, where they are. It's similar to our Xbox message. And I think you'll see that in terms of the inf uh, the way Infinite is talked about, even the structure of what the game is itself. Is Halo going to be a live service? Is that what Halo Infinite is? Because I got exactly that. Yeah. that. I got a live service. It's going to be episodic. It's in the name itself where the story never ends. It's infinite. They're going to continually release story elements for it. Oh, God. Are they going to Anthem Halo? Maybe. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope it won't be like Anthem. <laughs> I hope it won't be like uh, Anthem. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, fingers crossed. Shout out to the Anthem Next fans out there, all 15 of you. Um, I... That's so also I, the size of the current dev team. Yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> it might actually be the same people. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Uh, so I have heard a lot of rumblings. Uh, I, I have, I have been. Uh, looks like we're never going to get sponsored by Anthem next. N not, neither for four of us. <laughs> they don't have never the money. They don't have the money for it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so I, I have, I have heard rumblings in. I'm really close to 343, right? Right. Like we, they come out to all the events. Uh, we're constantly talking. Like, actually, just today, I don't want to do this, but I'm just mentioning it. Me and my buddy Sims, we're, we're two commentators in Halo. We release our own Halo podcast called The Midship. And uh, it's just us gushing about Halo, right? Because we're just fans, right? Sure. That's just how it is. 
uh, a few of the devs like damned me and were just like, this is great, blah, blah, we love it, you know, uh, which is great, right? Um, so I, I don't know anything about Infinite. This is such a common question, though. It's like, oh, you're so close to them. You must know everything about Infinite. It's like, no, you know, I know absolutely nothing about this game. Only the trickles of info that I've pulled away from just my, my time talking with everyone that has been involved from the community, YouTubers, uh, uh, pro players, uh, fans, like people who've talked the, to other The lawyer is and, saying you're good. You said all the things. You're, yes. you're good. Lawyer off everything. camera. Am I good? You're, yeah. He's giving me the... He's got a green, he's got a red, it's good, a traffic good. light and it's on green. You're good to go. You're good to go. There's actually in that Master Chief helmet, there actually is a microphone in there. Um, <laughs> you're not supposed to know that. Okay. So sorry. we won't, let's not talk uh, about it. So basically I've heard a lot of different rumors regarding Halo Infinite. One of those was that the game was going to be episodic and that it was going to have new stories released and that they pivoted this change. It was supposed to be like a full game, and then they pivoted, and then it became episodic over time. That was one of the rumors I heard. Mm. Then the Phil Spencer quote comes out, which then was like, wait a minute, was that true? And I heard that one from someone I didn't even trust. So I, I was like, that, there's no way that that actually is, is, is legit. Uh, I've heard a lot of different things. I've heard that multiplayer was going to be separate from campaign. I've heard campaign was going to come out first. I've heard multiplayer was going to come out first. I heard multiplayer was going to be free to play. I heard a lot of weird things about multiplayer that I don't believe, uh, like changes they were making that didn't really make a lot of sense to me. Um, so I think that the idea of them doing this, one, it's in the name. Uh, they also said that they were done doing numbered Halo games after Halo 5. Right. Uh, and, and I think that it makes sense for them oh, to man. do a platform mostly because if you look at the master chief collection that that can give you a really good idea as to the direction that they're going to try and go in with this game they do this thing called flighting where instead of beta testing the game they will release it out to a few people have them test some elements of the game like cherry picked elements of the game and then release another phase to different people and then have them try different elements of the game and then once they get all that together they combine it then they will do another version of flighting and it, it'll get pretty deep. Uh, and this is, this is what led to the releases of all the different Master Chief Collection games that came out of Halo, Halo 3 being uh, the most notable recently that dropped. Uh, I, I see them eventually putting Halo 5 into the Master Chief Collection as well, uh, because I think that they just want everything to just sit. Like they'll have Master Chief Collection for all the games and then infinite and then maybe one day everything just migrates over there and then infinite just Into becomes infinite. Yeah. the halo experience the definitive or maybe there's like halo experience maybe there's like simulators and in infinite that let you you know play the other games so it like ties it all in like play through the past kind of yeah thing. but honestly the more the more i'm hearing about this the more i'm thinking destiny you think destiny changed that much in the industry like, i know like halo? i think that that maybe they're trying to turn halo into a destiny yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Platform to like, yeah, to just to just make it so they can con they can constantly put out content, they can constantly oh, yeah, charge man. for new things. It all goes under one umbrella. No more numbered games. They just release expansions for their infinite framework. Like they can integrate PvP as a side thing. They like the name. There's just there's there's a lot of signs, man. Hey, I mean, I don't think it's bad though. I don't think I don't think it's bad, bad at all. It's just if done well, it yeah. could even be good. <laughs> like if they, act, if they actually pull it off like it could be 
something really cool it's if it, they do it right. It's interesting you but, said that because like 343 was born out of Bungie. Bungie makes Destiny. So in a lot of ways, of course they're going to do that, right? Full circle. Yeah. Like Now, the only thing is though, like I wonder, I wonder how far they would take it keep it like because halo is very story based there's the master chief there's so one. unless they wanted to do something <laughs> yeah unless they wanted to do something where they tie in a story element where they're trying to like make like more master chiefs and you customize your own new master chief that's or what i was thinking I, I don't really know how else they would do it but rebuilding the spartan program and you know yeah like going i mean that could very well lead to a whole new hey. crew of spartan and you know you make your own spartan and and yeah one of my one of my favorite things is a uh 13 or 14 year old kid was playing halo three and getting like the cool looking helmets. Right. Yeah. So if they yeah. somehow incorporate that to actual loot or something like that, and you can make a badass looking Spartan that looks completely unlike someone else's badass looking Spartan. And I'm so I'm sorry, uh, to be clear. I have played reach. I do know that the Spartans was a program in the game. There are other Spartans. Like yeah. they're, they're, yeah. they're basically like, uh, yeah, they're like the ultimate elite units. But I mean, the, the point I was making is that, the backbone of the Halo franchise is Master Chief. Right. So yes. if, if, you know, yes. that's, that's kind of the point I was making. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I don't know if you guys remember Halo ODST. Totally. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, I was like really good. That was probably one of my favorite uh, Halo games, uh, like from a campaign perspective. It was great. It was so well, it was so well done. Uh, I, I could see them do, going into that realm. I think they just want to be able to have more leeway to tell different stories because, the thing that they have done very well with the Halo universe is they made it into a living, breathing universe. But in the games, they never really touched on how far the that universe extends. And in Halo 5, they, they did it very, very briefly. They did some really cool things, too, with like the Hunt the Truth podcast that came out where it was like, uh, Keegan-Michael Key, he was like the narrator. He was like the actor in the podcast. It was really good. If you never listened to it, even to this day, I still think it's like one of the best podcast series that was ever made. Um, and it was about finding out what what's going on with the Master Chief. Uh, that that universe creation there, right? That droplet we got there, the books that we get here, the comic books that we get there, the Halo TV series that's still being produced and made for Showtime that's, uh, you know, uh, dropping there like yeah, there's all these little tidbits that. yeah there's all these little tidbits but we've never got the the whole package and i do think that that is what they're striving to accomplish here with infinite the they released a uh well not that they released there was a, a an article that went out a little while ago that there was a job uh, wreck for uh, open world designer at 343 and this was i believe previously to halo 5's release and then in halo 5 there was a a segment in the game, I don't remember the exact segment slipping from my mind, where you were Spartan Lock, you were not the chief, and you and your team were uh, in, a, in a town, and you were kind of doing, like, different things and talking to people, and, and it was very much, like, the, you know, the, the, another droplet of the universe, and it was, like, a little open-worldy. It was, like, just not very Halo. For a game that was, uh, it's not an on-rail shooter, but there was always like something going on, right? You're, you're running and explosions are happening here. And it's a perfectly timed explosion because it's triggered by where you are in relation to like how the map is and stuff. Um, it was like a very unscripted almost kind of approach to Halo, which you hadn't seen before. But then after that, like it went away. So it seems like that was an idea that they had. They tested with it in Halo 5. And I think now they're just going to expand upon it in Infinite. Maybe just go like a few steps further 
and finally give us this whole universe experience we've been wanting, or at least I've been wanting. Yeah, I, I think a lot of fans have, have been one that. Um, do you think, and this is kind of a question for everyone, um, do you think a Halo as it existed back in the day with like a eight to 10 hour campaign and then a multiplayer component, can that game release today and be successful as it, as it was back then? Can it make as much of a splash as it did back then? Or has that just been done so many times that they have to go out there and innovate the way that they have potentially with what we're going to see tomorrow? I'm seeing a lot of like, guess, yeah, of course. I'm going to get some people. No, no, no. I'm, I'm actually, I actually don't think so anymore. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, what were you like, going to say? Sorry. So many people have made things similar to that based on it. So it's like, if it just comes out and does the same thing again, it's like, okay, that's cool. But we've done like 15 adventures since this. Right. Like it's time yeah. for you guys to make the next big adventure. It's not time for you guys to rehash what's already been done. We've already done that. Like it's time to kind of get it going here, which honestly may be exactly what they're trying to do with Infinite. This may be them doing just that. So, you know, them yeah. saying, okay, we're doing something different. We're doing the next big thing. This is us doing that. So yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I say no because a few reasons. One, uh, Halo 5, you know, released and it had the fanfare. It, they did everything that they, they, they followed the playbook and it did really well. It released to decent reviews. Uh, although the story, people were, you know, a little bothered by it for a variety of reasons. It wasn't the best story, uh, especially considering Halo 4 had a really good campaign. Multiplayer aside, Halo 4's story was really good. Yeah. Um, the multiplayer for Halo 5 was mixed, a real mixed bag. And, and partly was because, they, you know, you mentioned like building your Spartan and making them look really unique. And that was something that they actually did in Halo 5, where you would open uh, uh, crates, wreck packs, <laughs> right? And then you would right. get armor permutations for your character. Uh, so you can make your character look very unique. And they released a whole crap load of armors. I mean, it was it, no character could possibly look the same in the game with how much armor was in that game. Uh, but again, it's just something that everyone I talked to is like, just been there, done that, you know, and that, that's how it, that's how it felt like. Then I also think about a game that just came out. That's probably one of my favorite games, but no one's playing it. Uh, it's called Rocket Arena. And this game, small game came out. It was an EA original game and it's $30, but it's a multiplayer shooter. Right. And the guy who made the game was Kevin Franklin, who worked on Halo 5. And it operates in the same exact way that Halo 5 operated, where there are skins in the game, there are all these things, but you don't ever have to spend a single dime. $30, you get the game, and then you just play it out, and then as you earn, you earn credits, and that's how you unlock new art, new skins for your characters. But you can buy them if you want, but you don't have to, you know? Um, and no one's playing it, because no one wants to spend $30 on a game, but yet they're going to go and spend $30 on two Fortnite skins or on some some crappy Warzone skins, or like <laughs> I spent $100 on a damn dragon skin in Valorant, you know? Who like, would spend I'm that sorry. much money on him? You're just a fool, Golden Boy. I'm a spend fool. that much money on fool. MTX. Who would do such a thing? So I, I little, think A little bit of real like talk here, real quick, Golden. So we, not gonna lie, we had a little fun with Rocket Arena when we heard the announcement. Like, it didn't really look like something that was gonna be very good. You're saying that, like, you play it, you enjoy it, it's something to take a look at? I, I love it. I genuinely yeah. love that game. I've, it seen, is I've seen so your positivity good. on it. I just Rocket Arena for me was Quake, so I, I can't get past that. that. I'm just 
Okay. I, can't I play this one character named Top Notch. He has a jetpack and he like flies and and he has like uh his it, it's like a grenade launcher that you control on him uh like you control the the explosion for it. Yeah. Oh my dude. I was playing against some of the best players in the game. I was holding my own, dude. I'm like a level rank 20 <laughs> right now. Like like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm shredding. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm really good at it. But the, the ca- I thought that the uh, the characters actually, I, I felt like there were a lot of elements of the game that I really enjoyed. I, I happen to in, in enjoy like games that are a little bit more family friendly. Like even though I, I play shooters a lot, I like I talked about Splatoon 2. That's like one of uh, one game that I really, really, really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, and I play it casually, you know, on my sofa and, and here in the apartment. It's always a good time kind of how i view rock rocketry and it's good for the family it's good it's just a fun game right sure i don't think the game's like gonna you know it won't fill out an arena it won't not fill the out next the Fortnite. center yeah yeah it's not the next Fortnite, but it is a fun game um but i was just referencing that purely because they are released with 30 dollars transaction to buy the game and everyone's like that's too much but these are the same people i know that are spending money on Fortnite skins and so it's like what it's the value it's perceived value yeah, let, let let me. I might be cutting to the chase of your your uh, statement there, but do you think my, uh, Microsoft would put out Halo Infinite for free, like free to play? I think they'll put They'd the multiplayer out free to play. Monetization. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like that would be that if they actually were to free to play Halo Infinite, like one of their iconic franchises, they would have to make a way to recoup it, and I have a feeling that it would get like pounded into the ground like the amount of monetization they would need to actually get the money out of that from a free-to-play halo game i feel like that would be not good what i mean i guess what the, i guess what microsoft would do is is package it in game, game pass. pass yeah that that's what they would do they wouldn't that's put it out it for free be. yeah it'll be yeah. on game pass yeah yeah, yeah. That that's where their value see. comes if, in yeah for sure and if they were to announce like available on game pass day one kind of thing it's just like that's that's just a no-brainer win that that's even more like buy the game for 50 bucks or get it for free on game pass on day one yeah that's probably what they'll do i'm just so curious like is someone that i I think kind of got into like my my initial entry into console gaming oh Oh, it's already announced already said that oh okay there you go oh yeah yeah i i you guys are talking about it i didn't want it uh yeah no they all first party games are going to be on game pass uh ultimate Gotcha. Yeah, all first-party game. Fucking, that's a crazy deal. Um, yeah. Yeah, what, what I was saying is... All these new games for free, that's why. It's crazy. Yeah, 15, 15 a month. Or even less, depending on which uh, version you go with. Um, it baffles me, man. Like it, it goes against, like, every industry trend. <laughs> well, yeah. it, 15 bucks a month is, uh, you know, that adds up to a console if you keep people <laughs> around for that long, right? <laughs> is it 15 a month now? Uh, the ultimate version is 15 bucks a month. Uh, I think... I don't know what it is for just PC. Um, I think it's I think you start- can only get it. The PC is only Ultimate, oh. and then there's regular Game Pass for Xbox. Uh, that like there's a regular Game Pass version if you just own an Xbox. But if you want to get, I, I I could be wrong. Chat saying no, PC no, is five made- bucks a month. Well, is it okay? So I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Sorry. Sorry. So a yeah, twenty nine in a month right here. Yep, that's right. It's a Twitch sub a month. Yeah. That yeah. I mean, if you don't have five dollars, what are you even doing with your? Yeah. Have you heard of Twitch Prime though? You know, I haven't talked <laughs> like... for a while. I needed to say something. No, that's yeah. that's good. I like it. 
God, it's no cra- it's five bucks. That's oh, crazy. Now, now, Golden Boy, you got to be careful because then we're going to hear like Twitch come out with some partnership with Microsoft and be like, well, you could give it to one of your favorite streamers or you could use your Twitch Prime to get a free month of Game Pass. And it's like, no! Yeah, fuck. <laughs> and then Logic takes all those damn shut shoves. Your fucking yeah, lo- mouth Logic, shut Logic up. starts a stream and he's just sitting there burning literal $100 bills. <laughs> 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 just wiping his mouth with a hundred dollar yeah, bill and you're yeah. just tossing it over to the side fucking hell jesus <laughs> christ oh uh, so yeah well, we got to delete the vod this is a mission impossible drop frames this it'll yeah, self-destruct yeah. <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> for sure uh so yeah that's that's microsoft in a nutshell i i'm i i think i'm more excited because I, I i think i went into the sony thing and here i go you know once again kind of fanning the flames of the console wars i think i went into that sony uh conference of like this is probably going to be good. Like I'm expecting to be interested in some stuff in here. I think for tomorrow, I, I'm like going into it with the onus of like, this has to be good, right? Like this is a defining moment for Xbox entering into the next yeah. generation. They have well, to after come the out. first show. Remember the first oh, yeah, show the first and how show much was got for that? Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yep. They have to perf- like, not only did they do the first show and it was, it was totally under delivered. But it's like they've gotten all the feedback. They have that negative hit on their record now. Like that makes it even more important that this show is so much bigger and just has it delivers so much more than that first one did. Like if they have if they were to have two shows like that first one in a row, oh man, that would be that would be terrible. That'd be such a, a waste of all the work they've done in the last few there's years. There's no way though. There's so, no way, man. Like they're they're just they have too many good studios making they I I'm sorry. When you tell me Double Fine's making a new game, like or or Obsidian's making a new game, you, you, come on, man! Really, like They're there has it. to be yeah. some bangers in there. It would make no sense otherwise. The, the biggest, the biggest really? struggle that they're going to have, and maybe why it's taken this long for them to actually do their big first party event, is that in the world of COVID, it's fucking hard to make games, right? So, like, maybe they're not going to have that much to show of a lot of this stuff. Uh, and that could be what we come mm-hmm. away with after watching it tomorrow is like, well, that thing that they announced sounds cool, but we don't know what it's going to look like. We don't actually know what that game is. Um, and I think that is also a, uh, a negative, like a loss tomorrow if that happens with some of the stuff that they announce. But were you satisfied with the Sony press conference, though? Like, were you happy with what satis- we got out of it? I was satisfied because they did such a good job of hiding the negative stuff. Does that make sense? Like okay. the stuff with like Spider-Man, I thought that was, everyone thought that was a full-fledged Spider-Man game. Came out the next day that it's like a smaller adventure, uh, uh, an yeah. add-on, an expansion, whatever the fuck you want to call it, right? Um, and so like, I hope that doesn't happen tomorrow as well, where we get super excited about something and it comes out like, oh, that's a three-hour thing. That's, that's yeah. a smaller project than what we actually anticipated. That being said, I, I still think that the Spider-Man Miles Morales stuff looks awesome. Like I'm going to play it without a doubt. It does. But, yeah. There's some news. There was some weird news actually about that earlier this week where there's going to be an optional 4K60 version of that. So I don't know what like the default is if 4K60 is optional. Is it a is it a, a better looking 4K30 or something? I, I don't know what that is. They didn't, they didn't really classify that. Um yeah, maybe 1080 120 or something or 8K30. I don't know. They didn't, at least in, in the tweet that I saw, they didn't go into what actually that was. Um, it's, it seemed like they were trying to dominate some of the news cycle uh, with 
with Xbox getting out there this week with their show. But it's all it ever is, man. Yeah. We're feeding into it. A hundred percent. Yeah, we're feeding into it right now because everyone's like, what does that mean? I'm gonna go research. Let's go. I'm gonna go to the Twitter hashtag Xbox sucks. Let's get it trending. <laughs> um, wow, we're done. That's it. I didn't realize we had talked uh for an hour on this stuff. Uh the I guess the the ad campaign, the thing that Halo's tweeting is become the hero. Hashtag Halo Infinite. Oh my god. That makes they it seem me. like like Master Chief was already the hero. So are you making a new hero? Yeah, this is becoming more and more suspect. <laughs> uh well they've had a they've had a, a lot of problems with that. Uh they attempted to do it with Halo 2 when you played as the arbiter but she introduced yeah. the arbiter like more into the story moving forward yeah uh and and has a place um then they went back they heard the bungee heard the feedback went back halo 3 uh then we got reach where we played as uh, a a new uh spartan uh, from this spartan 3 yeah. i believe then uh then they then they went back right 343 gave us an, a, a new tr- trilogy with Halo Four with two games, and then Halo Five, <laughs> yeah, and then and then they learned something new with Halo. Well, it's supposed to, see, this is the other thing too, right? They they said that this was the forerunner saga that we're in right now. Like the first saga was the Covenant saga. I, I don't remember the name. Sorry for Halo lore fans out there. Um, and then the second, the new one would be the forerunner saga. So, and then and then they still have some crap that they have to explain from uh, Halo Five because if you don't know. Essentially, like in the game, there's Cortana, who everyone knows is the AI that is in Master Chief's head. Yeah. She went rogue at the end of Halo 5. So she went like insane and uh, is like trying to like destroy the world or, or whatever, because there's the, the logic that AIs cannot survive past a certain time or else uh, they start to go manic. And uh, now there's new theories showing up that like perhaps at the end of Halo 4 or Halo, yeah, at the end of Halo 4, like Cortana cloned herself. Yeah. And then that is like the audio cue that we're getting at the uh, infinite teaser that just dropped. And there's just so much. And then there's the whole like become the hero thing. And then there's the open world job wreck that was opened up. And <laughs> it's like, are they going to make, are they going to make destiny? Like, are they just going to do that? That would, I don't and, know. I don't know how I feel about that. If they go that like, we're making a live service halo. I don't know how to like, I, I hope we get to see what that actually is. And they're not just going to say that they've said that there's going to be campaign gameplay tomorrow. So I guess that's where we leave yeah. it at that. Um, and we'll just, we'll just wait and see. So yeah, we're done. I don't want to keep everyone over the time. So we'll, we'll wrap the show up there. Uh, five seconds on ghost. It's a really ghost of Shishima is a great fucking game. I think co will echo that statement. We'll talk about it in depth next week. I'll probably have finished it by then. I guess I'm 100%ing that game because uh, I've enjoyed it. I just enjoy walking around and doing things in that world. And there's a lot to walk around and do in that world. Um, so we'll talk about that uh, at length next week, as well as uh, probably what happens tomorrow at this Xbox thing. So we'll be live at uh, probably a little bit before noon Eastern. They're supposed to be doing a thing with Jeff Keeley, uh, <laughs> dropping some <laughs> announcements uh, in a pre-show no. tomorrow. So I think that's about to be, or I think that's supposed to be about an hour long. Um, so I might go live an hour before the actual show and just check that stuff out in real time. Um, and then Zeke and co can join, uh, as they, uh, wake up or end a broadcast, whichever. Uh, so that's that. We'll see you guys for that tomorrow. Let's do some shout outs though, before we wrap up, uh, Zeke start us off. All right. 
What's up, everybody? Thank you guys for watching. My name is Ezekiel the Third. You can find me at or slash Ezekiel underscore I, I, I on Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube. Uh, thank you, Golden Boy, for being here, man. Dude, great guest. Love hearing your stories, dude. It's the I love stories from the road, man. Stories from the road. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, I'll be uh, doing uh, the tabletop role-playing show Gone shortly after this in about, I think it starts in 30 minutes. If you want to check that out, that's on twitch.tv slash table story. If you want to check me out playing video games, I will be on after the Xbox uh, conference tomorrow. I have just I uh, played one day of Ori and the Will of the Wisp or Will of the Wisp. And uh, I'm loving it, man. It's a fantastic game. It has Great everything in it. Game. Is mm. like the music, the graphics, all that shit. 10 out of 10, man. Uh, the gameplay is the, is the only thing that I'm just like getting power-ups and stuff. So that'll be after Xbox and then probably uh, be for the next couple of days. So that's what I'm doing. That's it. Thank you. Awesome stuff. We'll definitely talk about that next week because I think that's a great game. Co, do some shout outs. Sure. It's always big thank you to Zeke and JP and a special thanks to Golden Boy. It is not often that we just have so much to discuss and talk about that we just don't get to games. That doesn't happen too often. So yeah, great guests, a lot of fun and thanks for them for being here. Uh, my name is Ko. Hi, if I haven't met you, I'm going to be doing uh, the Cozy Stream tonight with Anno1800. Going to be doing more of that. It should be a lot cozier tonight. Uh, still working through Satisfactory during the day. Maybe checking out a game also tomorrow called Carrion, uh, which is a game we've talked about on this show multiple times. And uh, then coming up throughout the weekend, probably more satisfactory, more cozy streaming. Maybe a little bit of Warframe. Uh, we'll be checking out Other Side and Destroy All Humans early next week. we got a lot of stuff coming down the pipeline, so hope you join us for it. And if I don't see you then, see you next week. More Drop Frames. Awesome stuff. Last but not least, Golden Boy. Do some shout-outs. Hey! Uh, well, thank you so much, guys, for having me. Uh, I watch Drop Frames all the time, so it's a pleasure to, to be a part of the show. Uh, you know, I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I view the three of you as the gold standard of content on Twitch. And it's uh, for the reason that as a streamer that I look up to what you guys produce on a regular basis. So uh, thank you so much. Um, you can find me on Twitch. Uh, I stream at Golden Boy FTW right here on the platform. I go live every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, I'm also, you can catch me this weekend. I'm going to be commentating the a PAX Arena Valorant tournament that's going down. Uh, that actually would be pretty fun. We got some of the best teams in the world participating. Uh, so hopefully you stop by for that. And uh, and yeah, and I'm on a few podcasts. So shout out to the Foreheads podcast, the Midship podcast, uh, and uh, and also big shout out to the Gilded Guild community that's watching right now. Thank you all so much. And I hope I didn't talk you guys ear off too long. Uh, I, I just like talking about video games. So thanks for having me. Yeah, it turns out when you get someone who talks for a living on a podcast to talk, they can talk. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good thing. Uh, you couldn't see it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was that, Co? I talked over you. It does not compute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it doesn't work. Uh, you guys couldn't see it, but when Golden Boy said his very nice things, all three of us looked up and kind of looked at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't the only one that went. <laughs> no. We all just. No, I, I truly mean it. I truly mean it. Like. No, no, I, we're I know not, that... I'm not fishing for more. I'm just saying, like, it was very nice of you to say that. We all responded the exact hey, same guy. way. Yeah. Are you sure we, we all... this show he was watching? I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was weird. He said nice things about us. Guests don't do that usually. It's yeah. weird. I don't know. It's a strange thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways. I try. I try. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. Uh, we'll be watching the Xbox stuff tomorrow. I'm sure, Golden Boy, you will as well. Oh, yeah. Maybe Halo is a live service game. 
I don't, we don't know. It could be a weird, weird day, a weird thing. Uh, Death below. God damn it, Co. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow, guys. But I'm 